in the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, night. And a question, a psychopath. everybody here we go i just had to fuck with the camera a little bit welcome in this is keith basil we get into this usc arizona state game uh luckily it just ended with this fucking lsu auburn game was gonna fuck us right in the ass uh but it looks like we're gonna go right into this usc game welcome to the show college football studio quick reminder what's going on abc clemson and nc state down there in the fourth quarter so yeah we got missouri possible upsets with missouri will have the ball with just over four minutes left to try to upset the number one team in the country for now arizona state and usc All right, Matt, thanks very much. Beautiful night here in Los Angeles. We're at the Coliseum, and we are ready to go. The Sun Devils of ASU won the toss. They deferred. USC is going to have the ball first. It's a touchback. And so the Trojans offense, USC's sixth-ranked team in the country, undefeated at 4-0, and the USC offense will come on the field. Dave Fleming, Rod Gilmore, Tiffany Blackman, great to have you with us tonight. Just had to fix that real quick. We're here. We got. They should roll Arizona State here. Caleb Williams has a little bit of a redemption game. He played like shit against Oregon State last week. Uh, look at that. Look, you know you're special when you get USC branded headphones. When you get your own team headphones. Dre doesn't even get his own beats by Dre. And his first season at USC. I mean, they are all his. So far, so good. They all got his name on it, but he probably hates how they look. Last week, even though the Trojans survived on the road, USC conservative. Last week they went for a, a huge play right away, right off the the fucking Gipper. That's exactly right. They they didn't play great for 58 minutes against Oregon State, and Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison hooked up in the final two minutes to get them that win. Now. Caleb Williams was 16 of 36 in last 1504. That he has more passing yards than the entire Chicago Bears offense right now. Thank you. SC moved up front. <clears throat> Why the American flags on the on the lapel? Is that like is there is this an American holiday? Is this still just residue from September 11th? Is this the Great September 11th residue? Relationship here at USC has been solidified because of the past year. Head coach Lincoln Riley told us that's because he and Caleb Williams have so many shared experiences from seeing him become the starting quarterback at Oklahoma to their past merging now here at USC. Well, oh, he came charging and almost blasted Caleb Williams. There, dumped it off to Travis Dye. 
Going in low, dirty. Arizona State going in dirty. I do like their uniforms, though. Those yellow helmets with the that burnt red Sun Devil fucking lettering. That's really smooth. They go off, they fire Herm Edwards, and they're going off fucking looking snazzy. So that's the big story coming out of uh, Arizona State, is that supposedly people plotted to get old Herm Edwards fired. You play to win. Apparently, you play to get her Herm Edwards fired. There we go. Those Southern Cal grads jiggling about. Excited because they're good. Running skills. He can extend plays. He can buy time. He can hurt you. ESPN's, it's not the 90s, so you can't show attractive women all the time in the crowd. But they're going to pick their shots. Negative they know what sells. With efforts just like that, now he'll throw left side. There we go. Pass caught by Brendan Rice and a big gain into ASU territory. So the Sun Devils defense had a great chance for a stop, but now the Trojans are on the move. So I mentioned the Oregon State game and the question, you know, did Oregon State come up with something to slow them down that others would, would copy? And that was, hey, you know, showing a lot more pressure, backing off, and then also taking away his first read in, in the passing game. Should be pretty methodical. Going to start out slow. Last week was leave a USC receiver wide open, uncovered yeah. by 10 yards. Yeah. And that's already happened tonight. Williams, a little play fake. Oh, there we go. Busting up the middle. He's gone. Nice gain inside the 20. That's Jordan Addison. He does not waste any time. Addison got that. This could be ugly early. Not ugly for USC fans, but we could be doing a lot more early on, earlier on than I expected. The game last week was very exciting. Addison for, what is that, five more? Second and five here with Jordan Addison. But yeah, I got uh, exciting stuff for the TV league. I figured out how to look up the British TV ratings. So we have British television ratings here to introduce to the television league. Coronation Street. Fucking getting coronated into the league. I don't even know what that show is. We're going to find out during commercial breaks, or maybe it'll be 47 to 3 by the second quarter, and we could divert a little bit. Second down and three for the Trojans. So far, it looks like it's just me and Bailey here live. But. Play fake to Travis Die, and now Die will catch it out of the backfield. Die stretches. Last the USC game, we had the benefit of it being on Pac 12 Network, which apparently has notoriously ass television coverage. Apparently, not a lot of packages have it, but. I get it. I get that shit for free, so. We were fucking getting down last week. Uh, so, but this one's on ESPN, so it's a little more readily available, so we probably won't have 107 live viewers. Like, big shots. Maybe. Die in the backfield. That's Josh Fallow, the tight end who came in motion. Die will get the carry straight ahead. First down. Oh, he got in. He got in. First and goal. You know, when they I always get faked out when they run up doing that. I'm always just like, what is that like? Are you waving a touchdown? Are you hailing a touchdown? Advantage and Dye took advantage of it. Travis Dye, another one of those USC transfers from Oregon. He's had a great start to his SC career. He's a leading man now. He was, he was the backup. Behind C.J. Verdell up at Oregon. That's that guy, that running back number 26, looks like fucking Lionel Richie, like a motherfucker. He's got that 80s feather to all the hair on his head. It's very classy. They should play hello every time he touches the ball. Hello. Riley being very intentional about getting Caleb Williams started right and Jordan Addison also. 
it looks like that left knee, left thigh, were both down before that ball crossed the plane. Hell yeah, let's go Trojans. Bailey, do you have a college team, like, outside of... Like, I know you're a Rams fan, but, like, are you a, a DePaul fan? Illinois, a lot of my family just defaults to Illinois because it's our state, but I never liked it because, like, we're not from there. With two tight ends down here, they get a fullback involved. They've been uh, owning the line of scrimmage so far. No need to actually put the ball up. Hey, you're, hey calm down. Quarterback's under center. Don't get too excited. <laughs> On first and goal, I mean, it, it, of all places in the country, it frustrated, I think, USC fans more than anybody. Williams is going to sneak it. There it is. Touchdown. Quick 6 nothing. Ooh, yeah, shutting the lights off. If I was on acid out there, that would scare the shit out of me every time. Play some Halloween-y type music. They probably get seasonal with it. The greatest band in the land humming their instruments in the background. To be honest, every college band probably considers themselves the greatest band in the land. I think statistically, Ohio State's band is like the greatest college band. Speaking of push, he had a big, big play. Speaking of push, that's like the pushy, that's like the SNL sketch where they say push, but they mean puss. Game ends up in the end zone, and now the extra point. Ooh, look at the gut on that kicker. You can see it from here. Quite the pudge. Keg stand. Fucking keg stand Ferguson over there. Do they still do keg stands? Can you, th can you get a kegger onto USC campus these days? They probably... I wonder if you can even get a keg onto the campus without getting fussed with. Like, this isn't the 1970s. You used to care for, yeah, I used to care for Northwestern, too. This is my first official year as a, uh, a non-Northwestern fan, and boy, did I pick a good year. They lost to Miami of Ohio last week. It's really embarrassing. Uh, you don't want that to happen. It was the what? The greatest marching band in the history of the universe is what <laughs> USC. That's band. some Southern California fucking shit right there. Superiority right there. We're the greatest band in the land. We allow abortions and we still require masks. They don't though. I think everyone's loosening it up. It's an option on Lyft now. Find your when Ly we it Lyft is like New York. We everyone follows the Lyft protocols. When Lyft changes their rules, everyone follows. Lyft follows LA County. But everyone should get it. Everyone can get it. We've got LeBron and the lady for the for AT and T who they tie her breasts down. Very large breasts on this girl. Best deal on every eye. They got her in a Hillary pantsuit now. It's hard to contain those boys, obviously. It's like we're gonna need more than a shirt for this. Oh, California's got a new serial killer. We got live updates. There actually is a lot of death in Stockton, California. I think that's Central California, right? Uh, it's northern-ish, but not the bay. Northern-ish, but not the bay. So yeah, Stockton's got a serial killer. Decent comedy scene out there. Watch it, open micers. <laughs> Even serial killers don't want an open mic comic, though. They'll fucking leave them alone. Uh, 125 people, I think it was, has been... Uh, trampled in indonesia because uh one there was two rival teams playing uh it was a 3-2 final and uh there was some fucking 
fisticuffs breaking out in the stadium and the cops threw fucking tear gas like it was a goddamn uh, fascist uprising. And apparently everyone freaked out and went for an exit and there was mad tramplings here. Here, let's open up the web browser so I could switch to it and we could read about this because I did have it pulled up. Let's see. Ooh, Georgia came back. It was 22-12, I think, Georgia, but they came back. There was a six-car accident by Bailey's house. What is this, Friday the 13th? Oh, no! That's what we do every... Ooh, Big East trending. Is this broken neck better or is it worse? Joins the Big Noon kickoff show. Look at him expanding his options. I feel like that's him testing the waters for that broken neck to never heal. Man, OU Texas next week. Gonna be some drunkenness happening there. Presented by Geico. And you're watching the Pac-12 on ESPN. Just a gorgeous night here at Coliseum in LA. USC number six ranked team in the country hosting Arizona State. And the first points on the board for the Trojans. Now the kickoff to the Sun Devils. Those helmets are so fucking slick. 25-26 yard line. That's where Arizona State will have the ball. I don't know why they don't wear high socks <clears throat> in college. Just solely because every time someone in college compound fractures their leg, you got to see the bone. It's really disturbing. I mean, you guys are going to snap your legs. At least take, take the visual into account. At least they're fucking... Stir up up in the pros. Was it a bad night, or did Oregon State show some way to handle this offense? That first series seems to answer that question that they've gotten over it, they're back, the quick game is there, and Caleb Williams is still an excellent. Yeah, dude, luckily you were out of town, Bailey. The cops would have come and fucked your shit up. You would have had to hide your drugs, hide all your pre-rolls. Mom! Tell the cops not to come in here. Validate. Tell them what you know, James. You saw the accident. In question, even an hour before kickoff, Emory you, you, like, you definitely, I don't know. I don't know who you live with, but I assume it's a nice old lady. They had a hamstring most of the week. <clears throat> we watched him up close on the field before the game. He didn't Look at really that do any little stops. fork on the helmet. That looks like a slick, create a jersey. Gets another carry. One of the really talented. Road is back. Road is back like Joe Theismann on that one. Luckily, these linebackers are all 5 2 and stout. They're not causing the force of a Lawrence Taylor. That carry. They've got a nice 1 2 combo on the backfield for the Sun Devils. Mom and Dad, look at that. Unbroken family. Look at you. Living life. Really make the rushing attack go. If anything's been an issue for USC. I mean, maybe they're spiritually broken but your your household is fucking maintained empty backfield now jones be interesting to see completes his first pass of the game outside the 45 for people just listening on the podcast that i am communicating with the chat here we do have a live chat going so why don't you uh get onto the twitch.tv slash this is keith pazel k-e-i-t-h-p-a-e-s-e-l and you could be, ooh, watching this show live, watching these burps live. A lot of trouble protecting. There's video, all sorts of stuff. You can see the TV league standings instead of me having to explain it like fucking Saturday morning football. The sacks have diminished that rushing total. Even so, I've been surprised he hasn't used 
his running game a little bit more frequently. Maybe the injury Ooh, issue. he fell down. He got scared. He got scared and fell. Play for no gain. It'll be third down. You, you raise a good point, and there's that fine line because you don't want to run him so much that he gets hurt because your quarterback depth is pretty, pretty limited. And so you want to make sure that you keep him in the game. Three live viewers, thank you so much. We got USC, Arizona State. We're going to be getting up to all sorts of nonsense between commercial breaks, but we're here for the whole game. Coach Sean Aguano. First game under Coach Aguano did not go very well at home last week against Utah. Third and five. Jones from the pocket across the middle. Ooh, and a nice, nice delivery. little connection That's Elijah there. Badger for a big gain into USC territory. Badger for the big game. Is their head coach's name Aguano? Is that the guy who filled in for fucking Herm Edward? Did they just fuse a lizard and a human being and put a fucking put a whistle around his neck? Time so that he could get Badger coming across. Do we have our first stem cell head coach? Aguano. To complement the rushing attack, then they've got a chance to score some points tonight. So ASU on the move. That was a big conversion. First and ten. Fake to validate Jones looking back in that number five looks up. good. That is a good looking football player right there. That's gonna give him two rounds in the NFL draft right there. What happened? That was the tight end Jalen Conyers. Incomplete pass. We refuse to have a bad team like Arizona State do something that good. We're gonna call that back. There are some penalties where you're just like, I think you're just recalling reality. Emphasis on paint. I would say. Arizona State, you got a protective coat on your quarterback. Take care of him. Offense, be slow. Use up the clock. And for USC, hey, got to have some coverage in that secondary and depend on your star players. Caleb Williams and number zero in motion. We're leaning into those bear. Lean in all the way. Ooh, he fell down. That's a completion. He slipped and fucking took a headbutt right to his knee. Inside the 30. A lot of zeros flying around the field. That was all. That was a number only fucking held for Dickie Simpkins on the 90s Bulls when I was a kid. On the sideline. That was the slow, like paint drying analogy. You want to just be out there as long as you can if you're the ASU offense. From the pistol on third down. He threw the zoo in it because ASU sounds like ass you if you say it too much. So he has to really fucking establish that Z. Holiday alongside Jones, who's going to throw it from the pocket. And he's got his Ooh, that's a nice big play. Not expecting a quick tie. Could we get a surprising shootout here? I don't know. It's this the, the, the USC defense unlucky early. We have been seeing that early on that the USC needs a lot of luck, a lot of tips and turnovers, and if they don't get that, you can drive on them. So this could be interesting. This could be an interesting game. Blown coverage out there. And one thing about Shane Lee, the linebacker now, maybe that's not all his responsibility, but he has been exposed a little bit in pass Look coverage that. North in the early season. We've seen this a lot this season. Northwestern not getting blown out too bad by Penn State. I thought they were going to get fucking rolled, dude. They lost to Miami of Ohio. Responsibility is normally you count that in. That has to be, and someone has to know it. Didn't Roethlisberger play for Miami of Ohio? I think he fucking ravaged a couple undergrads while he was down there. Ooh, that's probably a copywritten song there. This is either the trailer for the, a new fucking horror movie or a Mountain Dew commercial. I'm an alien. 
And I got these claws. I'm climbing the wall now. If you're making a sci-fi movie, you need to finish the special effects. Does that look good? And if you want to save by bundling home and car insurance, you need Geico. Geico throwing it down for the ads. Uh -oh. See how much you could save by bundling with Geico. Is that going to be a problem? Today, let's paint with Bear Dynasty. Let's look so into this, though. Walls. Go ahead, throw your wine on it. What? It's also scuff-resistant. Bear Dynasty, the best of bear. Look up this Indonesia thing here. Our garlic guajillo recipe brings a whole new dimension to steak. Our most tender. So here's the story. Uh, this happened earlier today, or who who the fuck knows when with the time zone out there. This happened in the future. That's a definitely can't play that one. I'm getting too into the music. I'm feeling it too much. You can't feel the you can't feel the groove too much. You'll get copyright strikes. So the teams were um Persbaya, Serbaya, and they beat our Arema Malang 3 to 2. Brawls broke out just after the game ended late Saturday night. Prompted riot police to fire tear gas, which you're not allowed to use in war, by the way. Uh, it's banned in straight up like Vietnam style war, but you can use it to disperse like a Mets fan if they get too unruly. That seems wild. And that's not just the United States. That's across the board. For some reason, they're like, you can tear gas poor people. So hundreds of people ran to an exit gate in an effort to avoid the tear gas. Some suffocated in the chaos. Others were trampled. 34 were killed instantly. I think at the time of this, uh, okay, 180 victims overall and they're up to 129 dead that's updated an hour ago man that's fucking wild uh we got quick snaps i don't know if we have the mirror Let's see what the mirror has to offer us if we can dodge all these ads on this page i love how british newspapers will do the story Football. And then they'll throw, like, a random fucking five-question quiz in between the most fucking serious story. I don't think we're going to have video. I don't think Indonesian soccer matches are on Fubo TV or anything. But that's wild. I don't think there's been a genuine soccer trampling in, in a long-ass fucking time. So, yeah, that's a fucking trip, dude. Here we go. Back to the game. As time expired... Uh, Mike Berkovici threw for over 500 yards that night. Who knows what we're going to get tonight? Yeah, we've had some wild things happen in college football today and throughout the season. Yeah, man. That guy sounds like he's fucking huffing on a bone over there. Columbia, Missouri. Georgia barely escaped with a win against Missouri. So you're right. And Arizona State with a pretty impressive answer after the Trojans scored the first points of the game. ASU answered with this. Yeah, it's a too high safety look, but it's really man-to-man -man coverage. Three receivers. That's becoming one of those blanket terms that if you don't know shit, you can just be like, we got two, you know, single high safety. Now, that gets confusing for the linebacker. He doesn't quite stay with, uh, with Valadez. Wide open. He just fucking limped that one up there. Now, the safety to the far side, you know, if it were me playing safety... I would be a little bit more concerned about the linebacker in single coverage and lean that way. But that's a long way for him to go to get help. And I think any time Arizona State could get their running backs matched up against linebackers, whether it's USC's linebackers or anybody, I think they like those matchups. Absolutely. It's one of the best 
There we go. Little nice run up the middle. So if Arizona State's coming out hot like that, if I were USC, I would try and get some chunk plays and kill a little time. Maybe not necessarily try and win 56 to 7. Just get a nice 17 point win, dictate the pace of the game. In the country, there are a lot of modern day kids on this USC team. Yeah, it's a good program. Malik Brown was committed to go to Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley and switched to stay home once Lincoln took this job. Addison couldn't hang on. Ooh, that was a good pass. Almost a big one by Caleb Jordan. Williams, but yeah. it falls incomplete. You don't see that very often. USC kind of switching things up to test the Arizona State defense. Now, formation-wise, using two running backs. That's a pretty well-thrown ball, and that is not one you'll see Addison drop Oof. very often. That would have been a nice catch. Yeah, Bears-Giants uh, tomorrow. I do think the Bears can win. I hope they get the passing game offense going. The good thing about the, what the Bears are doing is they have the one of the highest rushing offenses. Uh, so I think they're really setting up a good game of play action because everyone's going to be keying in on that run. Ooh, right on Caleb Williams is back. This guy is a fucking magician. Look at him. I've, I don't think he's been sacked this year. Maybe a, one of those like sliders, but truly he's just been escaping people. I mean, that guy was on his back. That's nuts. Oh, that offensive lineman saved him. He fell over onto the offensive lineman. That would have been a sack. Way to fucking earn a steak dinner there, fatty. So, yeah, if the Bears can fucking take advantage of defenses keying in on that run, because it's been the only thing that works, and Justin Fields can start seeing the field a little better, we can get that passing game going, and maybe we'll start justifying some of these wins instead of stealing them. Um, but then there's part of me that is just like, wait, the Bears are bad. They need to be not playing for a high draft pick. So, you know, it's a it's kind of bittersweet. They'll be three and one, but also it's kind of an unjustified three and one. If your team's bad, you kind of want to be honest and not have to fucking feel good about a team that's going to get bounced out of the first round of the playoffs. Program which has as much history as any. But I do think they'll win in this sport. And so much of that along the offensive line. They've had so many all time greats. Here in Los Angeles over the years, I, I, I wouldn't think you would say that the offensive line is the strength of this year's roster. That's going to be a penalty, I think, against Merlin Roberts. Penalty. Reality usually sets in, though. Like, on paper, this is kind of an evenly matched game, Bears and Giants. Uh, so, and reality's going to kick in at some point. Like, if you look at the schedule with your eyes, there's about three or four games coming up that you think, like, oh, these are winnable, but... The Bears aren't going to be like six and one. So you can't get too carried away about like, well, I think they can pull this one off. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants fucking roll the Bears. More snaps than almost any defensive player in the country. You got so much experience, but that was a big penalty. The first and ten just across midfield. Play fake. Williams Look at him escaping. He's trying to get away again, and he did at least long enough to throw the ball away. Uh, if I'm UFC, my big concern is just that. Yeah, no David Montgomery. Although I think Herbert works better for their offense and what they do. Rams-Niners is going to be a good game. Maybe, uh, I, think it, I think I'm off Monday. Maybe we'll do Rams-Niners. Really really He's elusive, that Caleb Williams. Maybe my Bears will be in line to draft him next year. If, give Fields one more year. So far. 
Sun Devils are still getting pressure on the quarterback. How many times can your QB bail you out? Williams Ooh, across the middle. Good, good snatch. Is he related to the defensive end, Mario Williams? It's always weird to me when like defensive ends have kids that are toothpick wide receivers. Like Mario Williams was like seven foot two monster. Mario Williams is really great. Usually they emphasize that junior though. Like Marvin Harrison Jr. is junior. Good fucking grab. Got them cheater ass fucking gloves on though. Those things are like fly tape. Good point. Williams to Williams. Both Williams came from Oklahoma here to USC. Mario Williams had a terrific freshman year last year with the Sooners. Follow the tight end in the backfield. They're going to hand it off to Brown. Brown slipping tackles, trying to get to the outside, just couldn't do it. Stopped after a gain of a yard. 53 new players on this USC roster. Incredible. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's almost, that it sounds, it's like when you, it's not like they're talking about a pro team. Like they say 53 new players. That means USC had to accommodate 53 new students. That means 53 people that are financially unequipped but smart enough for USC couldn't go because some fucking fat buffoon had to walk onto the football team. Maybe the best wide receiver in the country. That helps. Doesn't hurt. Really good middle linebacker. Here's Ooh. a throw. Complete. Fucking boof that one. Kyle Ford broke in. Williams threw it out. It's third down. Now we saw USC a lot over the last couple of years. That was a four and eighteen last year. Normally, you're figuring two, three years. His sponsors are on the sideline freaking out. He's like, "Calm down. It's all right." Thanks for to the portal for getting. You mentioned some of those star players over here. And good recruiting class. I, I think it's really, it, it might be a fundamental change in this sport going forward. We've seen other examples of really fast turnarounds. What's happened at Tennessee, yeah. University of Washington this year, amazing quick turnaround. Third and nine. Williams in the pocket, dumps it short. That's Austin Jones. Cuts it upfield. Lionel Richie with the fucking mad carry. But he gets the first down inside the 10. It'll be first and goal. Transfer from Stanford. Really good out of the backfield. Excellent. Transfer from Stanford. It's like a little a little kid's tale. Up in Oakland. And he stays in the game alongside Williams. He'll get the handoff from Williams and gets... Man, you really do see how much slower college is. They just make, like, the slowest cuts. It's like Frogger. Oh, I'm going to go left. East Carolina. And the only way to really kind of handle that, you got to be able to chase it down from behind. When those linemen pull, that backside in has got to chase after them to help make that play. It was kind of a group effort up front. Tantala Pesafea has been active in the early going. Final two minutes of this first quarter in L.A. Trojans driving for the second straight possession. Tie game on second down. Williams faked it. Williams is going to throw to the end zone. Oh, that's a nice catch. Touchdown, Trojans. Baby, when the lights go out. They should play that when the fucking song rips some fucking backstreet when they fucking score a touchdown. Back across your body to the that would be so USC if they just fucking fired off boy bands every time they scored touchdowns. And your guy, Mario Williams, is all alone in the end zone. Wow, what a throw. You can, you can break all the rules. Mario Williams, the son. That was definitely a rule breaker. 
Let's look that up. I could just look it up. I mean, man, what a throw. Extra point up and good. And really, so far, the best player on the field has been the quarterback for USC, Caleb Williams. And if you had any doubts about what happened to him last week, hey, everybody has an off night. This is what he normally gives you. The spectacular. That's why they call him Superman. Let's look up Mario Jarrell Williams and see if we have any lineage here. Oh, no, there's no way. He's 37 years old. So if that if that Mario Williams is his son, that means he had a kid when he was like 13. Which, you know, depending on what part of Texas, that's possible. Let's see. He's from Rich Richlands, North Carolina. Yeah, I don't think he's got any children playing for USC. That'd be dope though, dude. He's an avid boater. Uh yeah, it's just a coincidence. Just another Mario Will just another athletic Mario Williams out there. No coiner. Trust. This'll move. Do the fragging I've been all season referring to him as the son of Mario Williams, and I'm, I've been made to look like a fool live on my own show. Hammer the throttle. You don't get it until you go all in. Poggers. Stick it in the onion bag. The Lexus Ooh, that sounds like some weird fucking stick it in the onion bag. Some weird code. Some sexual dog whistle. What do you mean? These straps are mind-blowing. What do we got? What kind of ooze do we got here? Is this an actual Georgia player, or do we just got an actor? You are? Uh, I'm an investor. An Invesco QQQ, a fund that gives me access to NASDAQ 100 innovations like wearable training, optimization tech. Uh, how long you... I'm done. Become an agent of innovation with Invesco QQQ. She couldn't handle that ice bath. She's no Joseph Rogan. But yeah, I fucking, I spoke too soon on the Mario Williams son of thing. Just an unrelated Mario. We'll see some more trends here. So yeah, Georgia finally pulled it out. LSU beat Auburn. Longhorn didn't quite, Longhorns were up bigger. So the Texas only ended up winning 38 to 20. So West Virginia ended up... Scoring some garbage time points. It's good for them. It's good for their pride. Ohio State rolls Rutgers. The Huskers beat the Hooge. Or it looks like they're going to. 3.30 left in that game. Why is Tom Hanks trending? Did people finally find out? No. Probably something stupid. Look at that. People just posting Forrest Gump memes. That's when you know you're a goddamn star. week one of the best rivalries in all of college football takes center stage the red river showdown texas and oklahoma noon eastern on abc and streaming on the espn app and could be oh those jerseys just don't fit after what happened My oh, goodness. i mean take a layer off to fucking get that jersey to slide down real beat down they have 600 yards against Oklahoma today, and they sort of took the foot off the gas pedal. Let's check in in studio for the first time tonight with Matt Berry. Guys, good evening. Time now for the AT&T 5G studio update. A couple of... AT&T 5G, which is causing all kinds of chaos in people's bodies. We got Georgia beating Missouri. Missouri and this DJ, Uwe The 5G is taking the planes down. People don't want you to know. 
walk away with a win against NC State. Clemson's rolling NC State. Hopefully we get a little bit of that action here against the fucking Sun Devils. And a good escape job for Georgia. What a crushing couple weeks for Missouri. Here it's 14-7 Trojans after USC scored three points in the first half in Corvallis last week. Now Valaday gets oh, to the right, corner. Just right up the gut. With all that speed and some power at the end of the run. Another stretch play. play for him. Yeah, stretch play finds him. This USC defense. He was in shock that he got that many yards. Oh, my God. Couldn't get back to the line. Forgot where he was for a minute. Am I dreaming? yards a carry part of the issue yeah ooze you fucking failed your team and your family and the whole island i assume all these boys are islanders sometimes they have trouble getting off blocks you see this stretch you see guys not able to get off blocks and validate takes takes advantage of it his old teammate at Wyoming, Solomon Bird, was the end there, kind of got twisted around. Eric Gentry, the transfer from Arizona State, who's a really interesting and different and talented player. He was the Trojan who was down. That's good. Stuff. Really interesting. His braid, his braid formation is just out of this world. Not your standard corn row. Reminds me of c -Rats. You know, the dragon. And then he's got that feather thing out the back. Princess. Not sure if he's affiliated with a street gang, but it'd be cool if he was. You have his Mike Singletary. <laughs> I take it that you're not a House of Dragons aficionado. I, I mean, not an aficionado. <laughs> I just was going along with it, though. That's hilarious that they've gotten, like, the college snap count where he's faking the clap to try and jump him off. Just do the words. Just get throw some Omahas. Just do a different state in college. Nebraska, do the whole, yeah. Don't just do it, City Badger. Crazy wingspan. You know, like seven feet or something like that. And he's about 200 pounds and plays middle linebacker, so hopefully he gets back out on the field shortly for USC. I, I, I wish you did. Got some undirtied uniforms here. I don't like it. Fresh out the box, clean still. Let's get them, let's get these boys filthy. Me up to speed. Come on. Validay takes the handoff from Jones. Big hit. Just short of the first down. Forward got close. Number one, about one yard short. The kind of drive you want here Arizona State. Making something on first down, second and short, burning clock, showing that you are physical. Look at that. At C, he's not, he's not just representing the college. That motherfucker's the captain of the entire state of Arizona. A little bit more. And they don't have to run a play here, and I would imagine that... Part of the game plan is. Is that Iguano? Is that the lizard himself? As the final seconds of the quarter run down, and indeed it will be the end of quarter number one. That's the end of the first quarter. Yeah, we've just been told four times. Baby. Go back to this picture of Tab Hanks here. What did my guy Hanks do? <clears throat> Tom Hanks said, I've only made four pretty good movies in decades-long career. Which four do you say? Ooh, what a bad picture of Tom Hanks looking gaunt. That looks like he is the fucking patient zero of COVID. Jimmy Seville's sick crime say he's working with... Oh, look at this fucking... It's always pedophile stuff when Tom Hanks is fucking trending. Let's see what else we got here. I love how that was connected to that's like sandwiched in between two college scores is like the Oregon Ducks. Tom Hanks is a pedophile and the Cornhuskers. I guess you can put 
you know, you click on Cornhusker and pedophilia is pretty right underneath that. Cornhusk does sound jarring and against your will. Jason Hayward leaving the Cubs. Rest in peace. Did good work for us. Won us a chip, but we can't afford that deal. I can't imagine him getting a deal close to the one the Cubs gave him, though. Right? That was like a $180 million deal over seven years. Um, let's go to these entertainment trends. What do we got on the entertainment side? I love how people are live tweeting Saturday Night Live. We get that on the replay. Am I getting that right now? Are we getting SNL right now? I think we get that. <clears throat> oh yeah, look at that. We are going to get it. In 10 minutes. It starts in 10 minutes. Maybe we'll flick to that. Kendrick Lamar. Everybody, please shut the fuck up. Well, just turn your Twitter off. You can't tweet to shut the fuck up. And then you're going to get responses to your Twitter and you're going to be like, I said, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, we're just responding to your tweet. You tweeted. Trevor Noah's exit. A lot of people are freaking out. Trevor Noah's leaving the Daily Show because he's bad at it. Um, I don't know why it'll hurt all of late night. Like, late night TV's not killing it anyway. If fucking Stephen Colbert can't get more than what, probably three, four million viewers. I don't know what the late what the ratings are for late night, but. They should just retire The Daily Show. Put something new there. I'm not saying don't do a show, but don't just do a new host of The Daily Show. Trevor Noah's position in a late-night circuit populated by white American and Anglo jokesters initially considered a drawback in his line of work became his biggest strength. I mean, I know a bunch of comics, black and white, and... All, all of them do is talk about how unfunny The Daily Show with Trevor Noah is, so. His biggest strength seemed to be people uniting in the fact that he was not good at that show. Noah's distinct point of view came in handy, uh, most handy after Trump shocked many by winning the White House. Yeah, everyone, that was their fucking whole thing. He wasn't the only Trump guy. That was Colbert, that was Kimmel. Undefeated against a beleaguered ASU team that is showing some spunk. It's 14 to 7. Sun Devils have a third and very short in Trojan's territory as we start the second quarter. I honestly never watched his show. It could be great, but I never watched it because I never heard good things. He got there. I'm not a trendsetter. I wait till someone says something is good before I watch it. Hold up inside they, i mean they were just really all over yeah fourth down and it's clearly clearly four down territory i did watch Dahmer recently though which is horrible and great my favorite part about it is that he's got the hard hard wisconsin accent you want to parody he lures people in a lot by going you want to parody emory jones with hatch again the fullback this time they'll give it to the tailback and that'll be a sun devil's first down nice run from Valaday. Over the left side, so they convert on fourth and very short. And Rod, you made the point, and I think it's a furious with himself. With this USC team, they're in the top ten. They're undefeated. Oof. They very quickly have built some championship aspirations. I love how that's middle of the road. Like that looks terrible to be one hundredth, but there is like seven hundred and ninety colleges. That's right. They've got to clean that up if they're going to have a real shot at it. 
Holiday emptied the backfield, so Jones is all alone. He'll throw short to one of his big Ooh, tight ends. That's the big boy to keep fucking still after that. Yeah, what, six foot seven, six foot eight? Ooh, look at that. You know he's big when his belly pops out of his jersey. They can't even get a jersey to stay on those pads. Target across the middle. <laughs> Best friend for a quarterback. He looks like he's wearing a toy football uniform. Missouri, but he's found a home here at Arizona State where they use him in the passing attack. That's a good start for Emory Jones tonight. Six of seven, 72 yards. Sun Devils, both times they've had the ball on the move. Handoff, and that one's stuffed. Solomon Bird led the way against his old teammate at Wyoming. A couple of Wyoming players playing. I don't know what a Sun Devil is. I think it's just a cool picture. Just like practice, pal. Back in the day, just like practice. It's just a devil and their Sun Devils because it's Arizona. Is they have been running away from Tupu Pelota. That's it. Uh, staying away from him, 49, not running towards him. Tupu Pelotu. Sun Devils probably Pelotu come to the same place where Jay Hawks do. For USC <laughs> and maybe one of the best defensive linemen out west. I'd run away from him too. ASU has not been very good on third downs. They're going to hand it off. And Look at just nice ripping, gashing that fucking sideline. Again on the ground, all the way down to the 20 yard line. Validate just splitting motherfuckers. Isaiah Glass, the left tackle. The athletic tape on three fourths of his entire arm. Just look to the right side. The athletic tape keeps you in Heisman pose. Big block got Validay to the edge. There's 73 in your screen right there. Does a real good job on Gentry. <clears throat> I like the play call on third and medium. I think that took the Trojans by surprise. Third and medium, that's how I like my steak, too. Will get the carry, tried to cut it inside. Hearing them helmets clack. CTE a-happening. You know, we haven't seen Arizona State use any of the quarterback run game. And again, hamstring issue for their quarterback, Emory Jones, coming into this ball game. But they may need him down here to use his legs. It's only a quarter and a couple minutes, but the Sun Devils, almost six yards per rush. Play clock winding down. Jones gets the ball snapped and throws middle. That's the tight end wide open. He slipped. So Swinson went down right near the first down mark. I think he had... Designs on getting to the end zone. Yeah, really well designed play. He's got designs on getting to the end zone, and he is majoring in design. So he actually does have designs on his movement in life. Very fabulous. Pastels. Paisleys. Uh, Swinson. Clear out by the running back. And you just had Emory Jones waiting for him. Nice. Third and short again. They're getting these great third down situations. It's Ngata alongside Jones in the backfield on third. It is longer than a yard. We call it third and two. Play fake. Jones will keep it. He's got a blocker. He's got a first down inside the five. Here comes a penalty flag, though, from behind. So this one may be coming back. And if so, that's going to hurt. Crisp, crisp fucking click of that microphone. A lot of these refs early in these college games have been missing the microphone switch on. Nothing makes you look like more of an asshole as a ref than not flicking that switch. Can't flick that microphone, you definitely can't find a clip. I'll be honest with you. You're disappointing your lady at home if you're not hitting that switch. Basically wrap up Gentry 
You know, Gentry probably could have made a move back in, but he wasn't going to. Yeah, what if they are gay? I mean, the ass has a clip probably. It's just deeper. Just don't grab the shirt. Yeah. You're not going to get flagged. Yeah. So that's a bad one. ASU, it's been a year after year after year plague on this Sun Devils program. The penalties just have killed them. Yeah. That one was a big one. So now it's third and 12 outside the 20. Eat him up. Look at that. That's a nice pop. That's a nice clean defensive play for the safeties. As I've been saying, the evolution of the game is going to come in the secondary. I mean, you're not stopping these deep passes. You're going to have to just become like a fucking moth to light with that snapping of the ball. That was a nice effort right there. Emory really couldn't afford to throw that too much more towards the center of the field because of the safety coming over. So now a 40-yard try for Carter Brown, the Sun Devils' place kicker. Right up the middle. I don't get how they're hitting these 40, 50-yarders, but really just shanking these fucking extra points. I think it's the mentality going in. Extra points for so many years have been a, this is an in automatic 100% type of thing. And now I feel like since they're 12 yards back, they're not so sure now. It's an uneasy place to be now, that extra point. Luxury exemplified. Innovation. So yeah, <clears throat> a lot of people not liking that Trevor Noah's gone. I think it'll be fine. They'll get someone cool to fill in. I mean, people hated it when Noah filled when Noah filled in. They were mad that it wasn't Amy Schumer, or a, I remember they were mad that it wasn't a woman. So it probably will be a woman. Do fucking uh, Marina Franklin. She's a old timey New York comic, old timey from the from the good old fucking early two thousands. Ooh, what did Saya do? Saya Suzuki or a video gamer? Let's get out of entertainment. Oregon just started. Ooh, what did, oh, yeah, Bryce Young got hurt. Let's see the latest on Bryce Young. Midway through the second quarter from an apparent injury to his left throwing shoulder. That is not good. See, that's where these NIL deals come into play because... He's got more on the line now than just like a high draft pick. He's going to fuck his shoulder up, and that's all these companies that he represents. Him throwing this ball, that's the only thing keeping it in fucking, keeping it in existence. So a serious shoulder injury, he's going to have to fucking shift his PR to something else. Bryce has a little AC sprain in the shoulder. I think he's okay. He doesn't have a serious injury. I'm the head coach. I said so, motherfucker. That ain't that serious unless you're a fucking pussy. Y'all a pussy? No. Bryce ain't no fucking pussy. He eats them, but he ain't one. Uh, we didn't think it was. He couldn't go back to the game today because I didn't think he had much steam throwing the ball. He doesn't have much steam throwing the ball, but he doesn't have a serious injury. We're going to force him to play. He'll fucking nut up and realize that we hold his future in his fucking hands. And, you know, he'll further the risk of having an uncomfortable life later for wins now, baby. He's had these before, and in a few days, he's responded really well. Once we inject them shark cells into him, we got a good stem cell unit over here at Alabama. University of Alabama. So yeah, hopefully old Bryce Young is okay. We like a competitive 
College football. Pretty much consensus number one overall draft pick right here. And next year's draft along with CJ Stroud and a bunch of other motherfuckers. Tim Duncan trending. Giannis gives his retirement plans. He says, I want to be like Tim Duncan. Where the hell is Tim Duncan? That's very funny. Tim Duncan lives in the fucking Dominican in San Antonio. Just fucking living amongst the f trees in San Antonio with the rich people. The neighborhood where Tim Duncan lives is just surrounded by forest. Like fake Texas forest. When you fly over it, it looks like a bunch of tree houses amongst the jungle. So I can't wait. Kickoff deep here. And the return with flags flying all over the place. Brown bringing it out. To the 25. This one's going to be coming backwards, though. Can you imagine the crowd game day's going to get in Kansas? They'll have the rock chalk. Can you imagine the crowd, man? Game day's going to be. This guy sounds like Nick Sirianni here on color. Number 10. Blowing bones. He's all high. What did you say, man? That'd be the ballerest commentator. Just the color guy being like, what's the score, dude? That's his contribution to the game. Just an escape artist. You think a bit? Made incredible runs and made incredible throws, sneaking in here for a touchdown on that one. But they've really, you know, been able to move the ball so well because he has made big plays. Like you saw that touchdown pass to Williams, Mario Williams, after he ran around for a while. I mean, he's avoided some huge negative plays. In a way that most quarterbacks would not have been able to do. He's oh, a little lobber right there. Away. That was not a play that looked very good from the start. Incomplete will go down to Tiffany. Guys, I spoke with corner Makai Blackman about Caleb Williams, and he said with Caleb being a young guy, just the way he carries himself, you can see he's a born winner that's a winner, a born leader, and about his business. And we all know that Caleb likes to paint those fingernails. Makai said it's a rare thing to see with a quarterback like him. It's a rare thing to see. That's what they say when they can't say it's gay. And off the field. So do all the good quarterbacks? <clears throat> I don't think it is. I painted my nails for a long time in life. This is a little different level. People do mention it, though. A lot of loose homophobia thrown your way when you got black nail polish. Get out of there. Get out of there. Oh, that's fucking pure luck. Now the offense is getting lucky. Could have been a disaster. I love the luck, but it is luck. It should have been a pick. But what happened, watch the end. Here. Yeah, I think the defender kind of gave up on the play. I didn't think he was, thought Addison was behind him. I mean, we could have let the commentator say it, but he's full of shit. He's stoned. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He jumped to get There we go. Big play. Big play. Now the quicker tempo and out into the open, the big gain. Oh, big number two. to midfield, another USC first down. Big deuce out there. I believe Caleb Williams has now... Oh, that guy's on Molly. You see a guy in the crowd wearing sunglasses at night, he is on fucking that pure MDMA. Almost want you to see them fucking huge eyes. Make sure eyes huge. you got to pick. Instead, Trojans out to midfield... Relic Brown in the backfield on first and 10 USC. Brown gets the carry left side with his speed. Brown penalty. lower in that shoulder, like a little tiny miniature Mike Allstott out there. He stands, it's going to be a first down. I don't think it's going to stand. Uh, offense number 72, 10 yard penalty. Replay first down. That's Andrew. Bad boy, number 72. We're going to spank him and then just redo the play. 
been penalized. Yeah, another another hold. Left side of your screen there, number 72, the guard. You'll see him as he pulls out. This is another, you know, just a zone play outside. And there you see a little bit of a grab, pull back, and keeps the... Man, it really does happen on every play. They probably just throw holds to eat. Like, you know, every 17 plays, we're going to throw a hold. Because, you know, it happens on every one. You could justify a holding play on any... Holding call on any play. First and 17 for USC with Die in the backfield. A quick hitter out to Mario Williams. Williams cut it back middle and got back to the original line. I did see that Antonio Noki died. Leadership. Big for wrestling. How about the fact that, you know, he's one of the guys that's done. There's this great clip of him running out in the middle of a match and screaming because it was so shit. And to all of his teammates. That throw. One of these little lobs. A lot of like lollipop throws just coming down. Thanks for the sub. We're up to 21 followers. If you're watching and you like what we do here, uh, follow along. We just watch TV and have fun and relax. Goof around a little bit. There's literally no meaning to this podcast. You won't learn anything. You'll just watch TV and have fun. Towel guy on the sideline loved it. Williams rolling right. Throwing on the ball. Ooh, that was risky. That was stupid. He was a little too confident. Chris Edmonds made the play on the ball. So remember the touchdown pass he threw last week against Oregon State to win? Yeah, great Lincoln throw. Riley said to us this week, he said, there might be five dudes in America who could have made that throw. He's happy he's got one of them. Anoki was in his 70s, though. I think he had been sick for a long time, like wheelchair-bound, frail, shrunk. So uh, very sad, but... He's in a better place, and that they're going to have to find a a large box for that man. Backfield on second and ten. Play clock winding down, but they got the ball safely snapped. Brown dancing around. Look at him just dancing. Little Mike Allstott doing things. They should honestly take fucking Antonio Noki's ashes and have Great Muda mist him into someone's face for one last time. Who wants to take a Noki to the face via Kenji Muto? Player make moves like that. It's hard not to think of number five. I still can't figure out why they don't have that jersey up here, along with all the other USC greats. He was truly one of the greats. We're just pretending that it didn't happen. Apparently, <laughs> Caleb little RPO there. You want a parody? To the 10. He's like, nope, fuck it. You ain't hitting me. Get another USC first down. Caleb Williams is out here to win shit and not get hurt. Good boy. These dumbasses who like to initiate contact and want to be tough. Not Caleb. He doesn't want to chip his nail polish. And he's got fucking product commitments to fulfill. No matter what the NCAA says, that jersey ought to be up there. I do envision they'll open all of that up in the back, though. When USC eventually gets really good. You can't have any of that open stand when you got fucking the best team in the country. They opened all that up when fucking Reggie Bush was there, no? Unless the sight lines are bad. Sometimes they rope all that shit off because the sight lines are fucking terrible. You probably can't see past the band. Greatest band in the universe has to have the, the better seat. Travis Dye. And now USC, the head coach, sprinting down the sideline to call timeout. He didn't like what he was seeing before that play. 
And he got there in time to get the timeout. 6-11 to go, second quarter. Trojans knocking on the door again. We'll be back right after this. New customers get our best deals on all smartphones. That's right. But what if I'm already a customer? Oh, no problem. Hey, Cam. Yeah. Ah. Same deal. Yeah. It's kind of our thing. Man, they really are putting more and more layers on her. Don't be ashamed. She's a, she's the beautiful woman. Hey. But what about for example? She's in a different fucking location. You're moving her around all the time, this poor girl. New and existing customers get our best deals on every smartphone. Fucking laying down a marshmallow beat. Antonio Inoki, Doc Gallows. I'm trying to find this shit. The Prime Early Access Sale on October 11th and 12th. Only for Prime members. Someone sent it to me. I'll find it. But yeah, rest in peace Antonio Inoki. MMA legend, pro wrestler, started his own MMA foundation, or his own his own MMA league, and then became a fucking politician. Like, he really is Japan's rock. Like, The Rock wants to be Antonio Inoki, 100%. Held legit political office, was like a Elvis-level superstar in Japan. Uh, so yeah, the wrestling world is mourning Antonio Inoki. I'm surprised he's not trending high enough or high up there. I mean, he probably is for me, but you know, that's a big loss. That's a big loss. Who would it Shohei do? What did Otani do? Double steak grilled cheese burrito with all that steak. All these fucking bangers, dude. Slipknot came out with a new album. Are you all ripping the new knot? Or what? It's back. Oh yeah, the Angels and Shohei Otani agreed on a $30 million contract for the 2023 season. Hopefully he comes to any one of your baseball teams that's watching right now. I want the Cubs to get him. We'll all fight for it. We'll all represent our teams and fight blade to blade for Shohei Otani's playing status. Oh man, the Tua thing was wild. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, and my thoughts are I hope he's okay. Um, I definitely think this is going to wake people up and, you know, kind of taking the whole war mentality out of, uh, out of the game. And the fucked up thing about Tua is, I mean, he does kind of belly to back suplex him. I don't want to say it wasn't a hard hit, but usually when someone falls like that, you can see right away, like, oh, he falls, but like, he kind of looks like he falls on his upper neck. Like, it almost looks like he takes a good wrestling bump. Um, so, yeah, it's just scary. I don't think he should have played. Uh, I think the NFL is stupid, and they're getting caught up in their lie of, you know, telling people what the injury report is, and it's not actually that. Uh, so it is going to be nice to see the NFL get a little bit of a comeuppance in that, but they'll swipe it under the rug. I mean, people are going to be upset about this for an entire week. Into the end zone, touchdown, USC. It's going to be 21 to 10. Um, but yeah, man, it's fucked up. It's really fucked up when those fingers did that thing. And then you have some dumb fucking idiots commentating like, oh, it looks like he dislocated his finger there. How? How could he dislocate his finger? Like when you're watching that hit, 
There's no goddamn way. Um, so yeah, it was clear right away that he had a horrible uh, brain injury. Because when your fingers tense up like that, that's called fencing. That's like when you have a neurological brainstem injury. It's a they, It happened when I was at a game last year. I was at the Chiefs Chargers game here in L.A. And that Donald Parham guy. And it was the same kind of play. He just kind of went for a catch in the end zone, fell down. And it was just kind of a normal fall. And then he just all of a sudden stops and you see him tense up and he holds his hand. And it's fucking terrifying. Um. So, yeah, I don't think he should play for the next month. He shouldn't have played this game. Uh, some shows, like Joy Taylor's show on Speak, she was pretty honest in saying that, like, all the media is responsible for this because they all were on board with him playing because everyone kind of just caves to what the NFL injury report is. And the NFL had their doctors look over him and they were like, oh, he can play. He just has a concussion. Uh, and like they had Chris Nowinski on uh, a Chicago station, 670 the score. And he was like, that's a fucked up mentality anyway of like, oh, it's nothing more serious than a concussion. It's nothing more serious than a traumatic brain injury. Um, so that's my one hope in the Tua situation is that it kind of makes people realize that either call it what it is when it happens, that it's a brain injury, uh, and just don't be afraid of the NFL firing you. If everyone does it, that's the thing, because they're bringing that up. Like, the announcers don't want to say the head injury word because they're afraid of the NFL coming down on them because they want to sweep it under the rug. But if you all just start saying it and normalizing it, they're not going to fire all of you. They don't have enough time to replace you all as announcers. They, they can't cost us all of you. Um, so, yeah, show some balls. Start saying the word concussion. Start advocating for the game to not be as fucking hardcore. Don't make fun of the, the puffy helmets they have to wear. Although it does make them look like snowmen out there. Don't take the stairs. Is this a parachute? So here we got on the bottom line. Doctor Who checked Tua on Sunday is has been fired. Okay, that's a definite PR move. Because uh, how many times has that doctor cleared a player? that has been totally concussed and all these baseline fucking tests need to change too. Cause I've heard, uh, my old gym teacher was like a trainer for, it was for baseball, but he says pretty much across all sports, there's these baseline tests that like when you get a head injury, it's like a battery of questions and like, and they just, they pretty much say that at the beginning of the season, you take all these tests and that's your baseline for your regular mental state. And a lot of these players will purposely like not fail the test, but they'll put easy ass answers like, you know, what like who's the president? So when you do get it's like basically answers to questions that if you're fucking on heroin and not silly, you'll still be able to get the right answers to. So they manipulate these baseline tests. But, I mean, the NFL makes billions of dollars, so they're not going to change it. They'll lose money if you have to. That's the whole reason they had to clear them for play. It was a Thursday night game on the new Amazon show. There's no way you could send a backup out there. No one's going to watch Teddy Bridgewater versus Joe Burrow. And now Lincoln Riley's so, at the end of the day, that's what that is. That's pure ratings. We don't want to fuck up our new show on the Jeff Bezos channel. Thus far. They've only had the ball three times. 
They only have six minutes to go in the first half. They've had it three times, and they've scored a touchdown. James Conner or Fournette, who would I start? I don't know, man. In those kind of situations, I always look at, like, I mean, both have quarterbacks that could dish out the ball to him. Who catches the ball more? I think Leonard Fournette is involved in the Bucs offense a little more than James Conner. Um, but James Conner is one of those motherfuckers that'll churn out 150 yards rushing for you. Keep control of the ball. Keep that offense off the field. Elijah Badger went in motion. That sort of vacated that right side, and Gata takes the swing pass. Elijah Badger sounds like a pro wrestler. A fresh NXT grad. Yeah, they've done a really good job of trying to get their backs matched up against linebackers, particularly Shane Lee, 53. That's what Oregon State did last week. And Arizona State wants to do the same thing. Get that mismatch. Second down and six for the Sun Devils. And off and Gata, right side, and Gata. And got a first down, huh? <laughs> Needed to be a little bit more patient. Ran up his blockers, took it to the outside. A little more patience there and cut it back inside. He might have had a bigger bigger game. Watch how quickly he gets on his backs, his, uh, his blockers there. A little patience and bring that back inside. He had more. Next commercial, we will change the battery. I do see the blinking battery light. They've made it a priority to get him some touches. I want to do it at a good time when we got time because the screen is going to go away. In the last few weeks, he gets another carry here and he's showing off that speed. He's got great burst. Daniel Ngata, another ASU first down. Yeah, while Valade is a little bit more of a dancer, quick guy, change directions, Ngata just hits it. And he's hit the power when he gets it. There's no hesitating at all. Why couldn't you play like this for Herm, guys? And one of the top running back recruits in the country when he was a senior in high school. So a very talented player. He just went to Arizona State for some reason. First and ten, ASU from midfield. Jones will go under center for this first down play. Play fake. Ooh, Jones swallowed him up. Gets away. Now he's going to cut it oh, off. Oh, man. Jones on the move. Jones will stumble ahead and get close to the first down. He may not be 100% with that leg, but that was pretty good. Yeah, that, that escape in the backfield was like what... He shot up quick, like, my leg's not broken? Is it broke? No? Good. Oh, thank God. And for him to just make that quick change of direction and then not have an issue tells you he, he's, he's okay. He's not worried about the hamstring. Nick Figueroa had a great chance for a, a big loss. Who are the Cardinals playing, though? That's always big, too. That's what we saw so much of. When as far as James Conner. He's still on the Cardinals, right? Second and short. Play fake. Jones trying Fucking to go deep. Through that fucker. God, that's too easy. It's too easy. You can't let him do that. Probably on the defense. Yeah. If so, that's going to be first and goal, Sun Devils. Holding. Holding. Defense number one. The penalties decline. The result of the play is the first down. Damani Jackson. Yeah, that's the, the penalty. A highly recruited freshman that they're really high on here. And he got a lot of jersey down the field. Good patience, good movement. 
and he puts the ball out there just in time, makes sure that he got a chance for his receiver to easily catch it right open. Thompson, good job. So Arizona State technically just their second trip in the red zone. They scored from outside the red zone first time they had it. And off on first and goal in Ghana, close to the five. Now we, we talked about Eric Gentry, number 18. His range, his length, that's all good. He, he's only 200 pounds, though. So Arizona State wants to get him involved in these situations down here. They want to get alignment on him and see if he can hold up inside. I mean, it is really, he made such a huge impact. So many big plays last week. He's so rangy. But last year he was mostly a that has to be a benefit of being like one of these juniors that was already on the team when they were shit. Ah, uh, that's a touchdown coming right through is like it really is going to boost like some of these players just by benefit of playing on a good USC team might get the opportunity to play in the pros or get put in the spotlight to get drafted because of a Lincoln Riley move. So that is cool for some of these juniors that are graduating like, oh, shit. I'm kind of, you know, we're fucking on ESPN right now, motherfucker. Look, this Arizona State offense. Combat crawling on our lawn. You can't allow that. They Next time he does that, you fucking come off fucking row one with an elbow. And you're right. Even when that happened, they did kick a field goal. So just like USC, they've scored all three times they've had the ball. The only difference in the game, one of those was a field goal. I'm going to change the camera right now. I'll be back in a minute. 10 seconds screen in the lower third is going to go black but you'll still hear the sound type 2 diabetes discover the power of three in the ozempic trizone in my ozempic trizone i lowered my a1c cv risk and lost some weight ozempic provides powerful a1c reduction in studies the majority of people reached an a1c under seven and maintained it Ozempic lowers the risk of major cardiovascular events, such as stroke, heart attack, or death, in adults also with known heart disease. And you may lose weight. Adults lost up to 14 pounds. Ozempic isn't for people with type 1 diabetes. Don't share needles or pens or reuse needles. Don't take Ozempic if you or your family ever had medullary thyroid cancer or have multiple endocrineal plasia syndrome type 2 or if allergic to it. Stop Ozempic. And we're back. If you get a lump or swelling in your neck, severe stomach pain, or an allergic reaction. Serious side effects may include pancreatitis. See what we got here. More scores. This Kansas quarterback is catching people's eyes. This could be the new, uh, the new Malik Willis here. Kansas quarterback Jalen Daniels had a rocket arm in high school. Here's how he went practically unnoticed by recruiters. He's probably five foot six. Um, let's see. The Lawndale high quarterback didn't have any starts until the summer before his senior. Oh, so he's like a one year. He only played one, uh, his senior year of high school. Uh, they knew very little about the recruiting process. We just knew the traditional story that if you balled at whatever high school you're at, that's fucking hilarious. How do you get fucking recruited? That'd be hilarious if a actual fucking high school counselor was like, well, if he just balls out at the games, colleges will come. Um, he's probably short just from that picture. He looks short. Uh, he was a rising junior when he started working with private quarterback coach Sam Fisher. That probably fucking family probably had to remortgage their goddamn house for that. 
these goddamn private coaches. Um, so yeah, it's a wonderful piece. I mean, I could just read it because I do have an LA Times subscription. Uh, but look out for this kid. If your team needs a quarterback, this could be your late round hope. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Ken Bone. Let's log in here. You're going to see my info, guys. Oh, no, it's blacked out. Good, good for you. Bryce Young was going to be there. This was all Jalen Daniels could think about. As he, oh, so he's so he got fucking hyped out by Bryce Young. That's why he got fucking unrecruited, because Bryce Young was the bar, recalls Daniel's stepfather. So, yeah, that's the thing. When you got a quarterback like Bryce Young, everybody's held to that standard, so. Legend, watch these gals dance here. After dark, we've got Dan Mullen, Joey Galloway. Joining me, guys, coming up at the half. All right, thanks, Matt, whose Sun Devils are hanging with the number six ranked USC Trojans despite the exploits of Caleb Williams here at the Coliseum. Kickoff from ASU. Relique Brown was deep, but he's not going to be the guy who will take it. That's Mario. Ooh. Plus three different. That man became a projectile. Probably went in with the crown. That's probably a crown hit or a hold. It's the same thing as a hold. Without turning it over, it's hard for a kickoff return to go worse than that. Yeah. Now, now this is an opportunity for Arizona State defensively you know, to really try to make something happen and, and stop USC here and get great field position. Think about the timeouts that you have also if you can get, get a stop here on first down. Uh, we'll see if they can actually do it. They have not been yeah. able to stop SC so far. It, it, Williams in particular. You know, they've got to keep him contained, and they haven't done a good job of that, going too far upfield. You can't rush past him if you're a defensive lineman. Travis Dye gets the carry right side. Travis Dye will give USC some breathing room, although it stopped well short of a first down. Jordan Clark from his fucking slid for about nine yards. How good on that fake turf that probably burns, dude. Or I don't know if it's fake. I think they got real grass on USC. United Airlines re requires real gr real grass. It's real grass. He rooted for as a kid. Man, they had to put fucking an entire racetrack on top of that for the NASCAR race. It was probably terrible for that grass. A terrific running back. They had a NASCAR race. Caleb. Oh yeah, I'm sure they resodded it. Man, he tried to fucking J Derek Jeter throw that one. What a lot of weird fucking stalls they've had in this game. It's like they're matrixing time and stopping and just like Whoo. when you don't have to be hit. This play is over. Don't stay in bounds for the extra two yards. Yeah, but it's two yards. This is a stats game, buddy. This extra little bit and the risk of another hit. It does make it third and very short. Third and a yard. Final minute and a half of this first half. Die in the backfield on third and one. Travis Die gets the ball. First down, USC. Not a whole lot more, but they do move the chains. And now it's time for USC to go into two minute offense. Minute 29 and counting. They've got time to get something done. We know they're capable of going high tempo. 
That should not be a problem. First down, Williams. Ooh, another again. escape. Fire this downfield. Wide fucking open. He can walk in. He should wait at the one-yard line. We'll do a T.O. Uh-oh. Some sort of hold or late hit. Oh, that's bullshit. Throw trash at him. Throw your dildos at that man. You saw that Williams was under duress. Watch it out here on the left side of your screen. And it looks like there's going to be a sack, but see him grab and take him down? It's a really good call. Fair call. Yeah, USC fans are upset, but if he hadn't held, the touchdown would not have been completed, I don't believe. Yeah, that would have been a sack. Yeah. Might have gotten hurt on that. Shut the fuck up. That would have been a sack. Getting sassy. For ASU's defense was very much in jeopardy. Ford comes out of the game. They have not allowed a 50-yard play in 18 games. That's the longest streak in all of college football. Oh, what a weird little fucking... A forward pass. It's incomplete. Man, that was dangerous. Intended for us. Love how he tried to fake it and run it like he still caught it. Nope. You didn't see that. This is a critical third down. If you get a stop here, you might want to use your timeout. And I think it's going to be second down. That was a weird sequence there after the first down, then the hold. But you're right, they have timeouts. USC's back inside their 10 after that big penalty. More pressure on Williams. Caleb Williams is going to take Good fire. Good rip. Good rip. Look at that shit. Kyron Hudson. And he does get up. Get some of them good college chunks of yardage. What is that, a gain of fucking 90? Look at that fucking accuracy. Look at this. It was a bad throw, but it was a fu- Ooh, he got fucking rocked. Gets a shot. Ooh, he was saying something. He was jawing at him when he was coming up. He was just like, rub your balls in my face, pussy. I like it. I eat asshole. Probably just telling him he eats ass. Under a minute to go first. I'm bisexual as fuck, baby. Buying some time. Williams will throw. Whenever he gets people get close to him, he's probably just like, I got monkey pox, baby. <sighs> Spits at him. Monkeypox. <laughs> Concerned that they're not protecting him. Let's go back to the end of the game. Hey, hey, that hit. I'm still here. That was nothing. I felt nothing. <laughs> yeah, the two things could be true. Sort of a tough guy play from Caleb Williams. Excellent play. But your point all first half is for USC to have the season they want to have. Caleb Williams, he's just taken too many of yeah. those. Yeah, this offensive line has not kept folks off of him. And he's made so many brilliant plays in the first half. Well, quick. Out to Mario Williams, right side. I mean, these receivers are just so tall and statuesque. No flag thrown. They passed the. What's that? He doesn't have his nails painted. He probably got bullied. They'll get bullied out of you. By who? Just Don't people. They'll call you a little. Yeah, not at USC, but he probably fucking zooms with his parents. Calls him Nancy. Hey, Carly. Carly Williams. Third and five. 43 seconds to go. USC's converted all of their third downs in this first half. We haven't had a punt yet. Williams slings that one out there. Ooh, could have been an interception if the defense had a little bit more hitch in their giddy-up if they followed the hits principle. Wow. 
I'm an advocate of that. Give me the offense all night. Well, just to confirm that Aiden Sleep Dalton is still on the team, he'll trot out on the field. <laughs> Lincoln Riley, he has high standards. I think he's he's been super warmed up over there, getting up and keeping himself occupied. Tell you he what, has been unfilled. Arizona State for a fucking drag race happening outside my window. ASU is playing a, a good game here tonight. They're yeah. going to get the ball to start. Yeah, they're playing a good game. Second half, they're only down four. Fair catch signal and made inside the 25-yard line. Well, we got Sunday Night Baseball and a huge game tomorrow night in the National League East. The Braves now have a lead over the Mets in that division after they won again today. So a critical game on both sides. 7 Eastern on ESPN. It'll stream live on the app. You're talking about Arizona State. Sean Aguano, the interim head coach, has got to be pleased with what he's seen from this team in the first half you know he he told us this week sense of urgency trying to get guys to you know move faster not only in practice but on the field everything Ooh, and that sense of urgency that. has kind of translated up in this game tonight i'm not sure how aggressive asu will be here they're going to hand the ball off usc was ready for that Nice push to get out to the 30. No, Bailey, that wasn't a USC drag race. That was an MS-13 drag race. Those are fucking warring factions against each other. I swear to God, fucking whoever is opposed to MS... Well, I think MS-13 manages our building. Because there's a gang member that comes in and scribbles all this anti-MS-13 stuff on the elevator. They had to build a second door in the office to keep him out. There's a lady who will fucking, at four in the morning, just be like, Mr. Manager! Fucking bang it, she broke the gate twice, so there's gang warfare happening in our apartment. Time to send it to Matt, Joey, and Dan. John Mayer at Heartbreak Warfare, we got fucking gangbanger warfare. To our final halftime report. Final halftime report. I'm gonna pack a bowl here. A little halftime bowl. What do you say? What do you say, who? Let's play a tune. What about NC State and Clemson? This one big in Death Valley. Here, Devin Larry to see. This is when like they need to pick better spots. Like I get Clemson is the big school, but this was like the big ESPN game, and it ended the bit like ABC game. It ended up being a fucking blowout. Joey, DJU has found his rhythm the past couple of weeks. They say DJU because they cannot say that motherfucker's last name. Yugalalalaylee Ligalalaga. He's a large human that's hard to bring down. Now at the nine, two plays later, the play action passed. Now they'll be praising him. Fucking two weeks ago, they were shitting on this kid's name and livelihood. Right there, patience, and then put it right on the back shoulder. Late. The Clemson defense oh. in the second half. I mean, it was they were just all over the field. That was more instances. That, yeah, there was a lot. Let's give it. How about Dabo? He's always having fun. 30 to 20. Clemson gets their revenge. This game, I mean, the odds makers 31 and a half, I believe, was the point spread. Mizzou's like, that's cute, but we're going to play. Tyler Stevens, touchdown, 10 nothing. Mizzou, little wheel route right there to go, get it going. And then the mistakes of Georgia just sloppy and missing on the exchange right here in the first half. And it was ugly. I'll tell you, they were sloppy. It looked like they didn't want to show up here. Kendall Milton cuts the lead 22 19. We were watching this game, Joe, and like it was just a matter. So of yeah, I'm gonna exactly. take a little bit of a, time. little bit of a break, but I'll play a song while we fucking take a break. 
little bit of a little bit of Puerto Rican punk rock here while I pack and smoke a bowl. I'll see you on the other end here. Yeah. More Puerto Rican punk rock will be back after I take a few hits of this bowl. Musical sounds called the fat and heavy. Special request and dedication to make you hot and sweaty. Tell about it. Halftime music here. This is Keith Pazel. Hey. 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 Hey.
Turn off the tune so we're not shocked by sounds when I go back to the web browser. What do you say we go over some uh, TV League stuff here while the halftime show is happening, huh? Who? Go over some new standings, new results in the polls, show you what the popularity shit's going to be come tomorrow at calculation time. Which happens every Sunday. Let's open up this web browser. Go to this main shot here. Uh, yeah, if you, uh, this is the name of all that music. So that the, I started at Tooth Dog with Death on a Skateboard. And then you had Theodore and the Neanderthals at Goldo and Paseo. And then Just Blow Hostage of Violence. So support those boys. Support those boys in bands. Um, I guess we can go to Monday here. So this is the ratings results for Monday. NFL football took first place. Did not increase viewership, though. Uh, Cowboys and Giants took 25 points. NCIS number two did get the boost. Got the extra 25 and the 18 for coming in second, so that was 43 points for NCIS. Uh, the Voice coming in third at that 15 spot. Uh, the Neighborhood fourth at the 12 spot also got a boost in ratings. Uh, and then coming up in number four was Bob Hart's Abishola also got the increase. Nothing else got the the ratings increase after that. New episode of Quantum Leap. Not performing well. Not getting in those points places. I'm very disappointed. It's Kansas undefeated match with TCU. Who knocked off Oklahoma. Two straight losses for the Sooners. Man, TCU fucking dominated Oklahoma. Holy shit. Texas Christian fucking go frogs. That's wild. Man, Oklahoma is just falling to shit. And Lincoln Riley is laughing his way to the bank and to a BCS bowl. Fair, exclusively at the Home Depot. So Tuesday, we had a voice. FBI took number one. Also an increase in viewership, so FBI got 50 points. Uh, the View in second place with 18 did not get the 25-point the bonus. FBI International took 15 points at third place. Also got an extra 25 for increasing its viewership. Um, FBI Most Wanted coming up behind it, uh, in fourth place, which is the 12 points spot did not get, I think it might've just overnight. So that negative 74 is deceiving. Cause if you click on the show, it'll show you what happened overnight and overnight it was able to get into that positive viewer change. So it did squeeze out a bonus 25 points and then our champion of the year. The show we really focus on, La Brea Season 2 aired, 
just outside of the point spots here. I think New Amsterdam was the cutoff for the points. Uh, so La Brea gets in there. 10 points for La Brea, 8 points for New Amsterdam. And then Monarch down here, even though it didn't get into the points places, only half of the half of the ratings scores points for its placement. But Monarch did get a bonus 25 for increasing its viewership, but still below 2 million. Not good for that star-studded cast. They're not going to be able to afford Trace Atkins and fucking whoever the fuck that girl is for season 2. If those ratings keep happening. And then Wednesday, we had the Chicago's take first, second, and third. Chicago night. Uh, I don't think any of them. Fire and Med, I believe, increased their viewership. Let's take a look. So yeah, Chicago Fire just eked out a buzzer beater as far as viewer change. So Chicago Fire just got that 50 points. Uh, Chicago Med got the 18 point spot for coming in second place and then also just got a buzzer beater for viewer change. So that's 43 points for Chicago Med. And then Chicago PD gets 15, but I do not think Chicago PD increased its viewership. Nope, negative 77 ACAP, motherfucker. Although it's the Chicago Police Department, so they can fudge those numbers. It was a positive increase in viewership. Hang out their tongue. Survivor, fourth place. Ten, or yeah, 12 points for Survivor. Fifth place, the Mass Singer with the 10 increased its viewership. Uh, Connors was the cutoff. I think Abbott Elementary just missed, missed the points places. And then Thursday, we had a Young Sheldon season premiere. The Bane of Our Existence took number one. Six million viewers. A lot of people watch Young Sheldon. 25 points. Did not increase its viewership from the last debut, so it doesn't get the 50. Ghost comes in second place. 18 points. Gets the increase in viewership. Ghost and the Law and Order SVU increased its viewership, so it got the 25-point bonus. Um, let's see where all that stands now. Let's go to the Notion and see where all these shows stand. I mean, Rick and Morty is still dominating pretty hard at number one. Nine straight games against Rutgers. All of this is to say they played Rutgers. They going to play someone this year, the Buckeyes? Ooh, Michigan not beating Iowa like they should. Iowa's playing straight Heisman Trophy style I formation offense. <laughs> I'm a pro. Man, Northwestern just playing like they're getting a high draft pick next year. They should do it like the NFL, where just the shittiest teams automatically get the best recruiting classes. So yeah, we got Rick and Morty number one, 587 points. NCIS goes from number five to the new number two, 370 points. Still a ways away, but it's chipping away. NCIS is regularly getting up there in the Flicks Patrol, and the new season started, so it'll be getting those second, third place, you know, consistent 18, 15 point finishes. I think it airs on Monday, so I think 60 minutes edges it out viewer wise. Uh, so you'll get a rare 50, 
but it is getting your 50s on the popularity list. It's coming in number one on Paramount+. Plus. So that's where a lot of that juice is coming from. It's getting the streaming juice. A lot of people on Netflix watch NCIS. It's a wallpaper show. You just you put it on and you make a cake or something like that. Number three is Game of Thrones. 362 points. Uh, coming up behind that is Big Brother at number four. 354 points. Better Call Saul hanging on in the 300s. 319 points. Uh, number five. Then coming up, number the new number six, House of the Dragon, 288 points, followed by Yellowstone at 266, America's Got Talent at 223, Big Bang Theory working its way up solely based on the streaming, Master Chef 164, Young Sheldon 158, and that new season started, so Young Sheldon's going to start building those points. I would imagine it'll be in the threes over the next couple weeks, fighting for that top four. Those championship spots there. The Simpsons, once I started going, more people watch The Simpsons than in the United States. Like on Disney Plus, Simpsons doesn't rate that high, but in other countries, people are fucking crushing Simpsons episodes. Maybe they didn't get them before. Like maybe they didn't have access to them, and now that they're all streaming, people are just getting their fill of The Simpsons. Then you have Power Book 3, really representing stars as the only powerhouse. I think this is the only show from stars. 136 points. Beautiful showing from stars as a broadcaster. People love this power show. And then Amazon going from a, a little bit of a jump for the Lord of the Rings show, but it looks like it's staying strong as Amazon's number one show. So if it could stay in that number one spot and get some consistent 25s, uh, let's see what the new lists are. We won't go the full details, but we will go look at these top 10. So Dahmer is going to be the new number one. Big increase. It's going to get 50 points. Um, Dynasty number two. Why are people watching Dynasty? I mean, that's got to be a make fun of show. It's not good. It definitely, when the CW is canceling shows. Uh, but Dynasty's number two, Fate the Wink Saga, still hanging in that top ten, but it was number one last week. It's now number three. The Thai Cave Rescue, which is says all you need right there. That's a effective title, letting you know exactly what the fuck you're getting into. Action-packed, sad, takes place in a Thai cave, and there will be a rescue. That's a fresh turnaround on an actual live event. Limited series based on a 2018 world-famous event. I like that turnaround. Heartbreak High number five. So these five spots will be the cutoff of points. So Dahmer will get 50 for the increase in, uh, in viewership and being number one because it was a 112 percent increase dynasty will also get 43 points instead of the just regular 18 because it got 18 points for coming in second place and then it's plus eighty six thousand twenty five. that means this started out way 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 because look how many shows are on the netflix list like they just show you the top 10 in the quick view so that means dynasty started out way down here in these gilmore girls young sheldon spots and uh, for some reason over this last week has just fired up to number two. So Dynasty is going to get 43 points 
Fate is going to get 15, but no bonus because it decreased viewership. This Thai Cave Rescue is going to get in the points places. It's going to get 12 points plus an extra 25. So that is, what? what is that, 37, if my, if my math is correct? Oh, did the camera go? Yeah. Yeah. Heartbreak High, coming in number 5 at the 10 spot, will also get an additional bonus for increasing its viewership. So Heartbreak High will get 35 and then young lady and a gentleman, uh, no points, no points. Little Women, which I believe is a Korean show. Yeah, South Korean show. Will be your last point scorer here with just a 25 point bonus. Um, man, look how much you got to scroll here. So yeah, and then you got an HBO Rick and Morty. Taking another 50 for Rick and Morty because it 15% increase in viewership staying at number one. House of the Dragon staying level at number two, but it did increase its viewership, so they'll get 43 points. Big Bang view, uh, Theory getting 15 points plus the 25 for increasing its viewership. HBO moving. A lot of HBO shows doing a lot of moving. You knock on my door. What's this show? A Turkish show. Turkey going to be representing the TV League. Senkal Campini. It looks like Turkey's got a thriving television scene. That's good to see. Uh, so yeah, you knock on my door is going to get the cutoff point spot. Then it looks like the originals, which is a Vampire Diary spinoff. Friends, Young Sheldon, and this Johnny and Amber case are all going to get a 25-point increase. HBO show's moving, too. In the first half, not quite Getting back to the game here. Some good movement in the TV league here. She-Hulk attorney at law staying tried and true at number one. No increase, but it is going to get the 25 for being number one and or crushing its way to the top. I believe it was number one last week. Um, or I don't know, it might have overtook and then lost. Because I looked the other day and Andor was number one. So She-Hulk might have climbed back to number one at some point this week. Uh, nevertheless, Andor is going to get 43 additional points. The Simpsons, number three in the world. Down in viewership a little bit, but that's still a nice spot. A nice 15 points for The Simpsons, 12 points for Bluey, 10 points for Grey's Anatomy. Uh, and then all these shows in the green are going to get the 25 points. Uh, but let's get back to this game here. Love the combat crawl. Hate the touchdown, love the crawl. Got himself a touchdown and has really, really kept the USC defense, you know, <laughs> off balance. Arizona State's probably played their best half of the year here at the Coliseum, and a lot of that is the play of Emory Jones. Their run game's been good. Been Emory Jones. That sounds like the fucking secret identity of a superhero. For the start of the second half, let's go down to the field to Tiffany. Yeah, guys, for Coach Lincoln Riley, there's a lot to like about the way quarterback Caleb... He didn't have to yell at all. He was actually very happy. He's a small, frail white man, but he can get fiery when he needs to. 
like him to play a little bit cleaner up front. And on the other side for Arizona State, well, I spoke with Coach Sean Aguano. He told me as far as Emory Jones' hamstring goes, there is no trauma that he's feeling really good. He's really happy with the way he's been moving and the way he has put the team on his back, guys. Isn't it funny, Rod, how you play well and all of a sudden, hey, it feels pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that hammy, what hammy? Well, Sean Aguano, there's been a lot of talk around the program that things have changed since he took over. A returnable kick for Ngata, who got to the corner with his speed and outside the 30. That'll be pretty decent field position to start. For Arizona State, they have the ball first. I did want to ask you about that. You know, interim coaches, we've had three high-profile firings in the month of September, just completed month. Yeah, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it seems to me one side of the argument is, look, if you're firing a guy that quickly, you weren't committed to him and maybe you should have made the move last year. I think that's a very fair point. I think a lot of cases that's true. The flip side might be that in USC's case last year, they made that kind of move last season. And although Lincoln Riley wasn't Ooh, ate him up way, maybe the Trojans would argue that by doing it early, it gave them some time even while the season was going on. I feel like this guy, this announcer is like really maintaining this voice. I don't, you could really tell I do not talk like this. This is me really trying to keep a job here at ESPN. The athletic director, Ray Anderson, would tell you that I think the color guy's got more balls because he's just like, oh, this is how I talk, you know? Very unassuming, unthreatening man, but I have hard-hitting analysis. Play well with the change. Second and long after the short loss, Jones with a little improv of his own, but then he threw behind his... He was getting away with too many of these escapes and then making a play on it. You got to start taking away the play. Yeah, he's not as good on the on the move. You got to get this guy moving. You let him. Oh, she's fucking going. Does that young lady have braces? They should have. You come in with braces. You should have more security on you. They should be looking after her, for her parents' sake. Just a four-man rush, at least initially. That throw is caught. Just short. Line to gain by Brian Thompson. We'll see where they spot him. And I think he got there. Terrific job coming back to the ball by Thompson. And Emory Jones hangs in there, even with a little bit of pressure. But it was, you know, really Thompson coming back to the ball, making sure that he got it and enough to get the first down. So on third and 11, ASU converts. Hatch, the sort of fullback, H-back, tight end hybrid player. He comes in. They've been so good on Number two went in motion like he was like, oh, like he didn't want to. Hatch, who was out there to be the lead blocker, but Valaday got tripped up. Max Williams is there to stop what could have been a much bigger game. Yeah, you made a point in the first half about USC and their run defense and that it's hard to be a playoff team. We just, historically, we haven't seen it. If you don't get... Look at that. Look at that fucking wiry hair coming out the back. Get some keratin treatments on that, sir. Huge improvements. This is so much a better team this year. More talented team. But they're already up to number six in the country. If they have true championship aspirations, that part of this USC team has to Ooh, get actual sack. Didn't let him escape that time. Good swallow. Little number 53 is all over the field. Like a little mouse in a USC uniform. He 
the first one to get loose on the pressure. He's on the left side on the edge there, and that is a mismatch when you try to block him with a back. You see how long and rangy he is? He just really just engulfed Zalade as he tried to block him. Tiffany? Hey, Rod, you mentioned that. Hey, Rod, I thought you forgot about me down there. When he told me it's like having a post at linebacker, his nickname is Tim Duncan. <laughs> Tim, a lot of multiple Tim Duncan references. You had one on Twitter from Giannis. She just made one. You got people got Duncan on the brain. Ooh, gang tackle. They like throwing that gang tackle around. You can't be saying that at USC. They've had controversies. They've had fraternities gang tackling young women. Their defense will bring some pressure to really create the long situation. So maybe we'll see more of that in the second half from them. We didn't see a lot of that in the first half. Good open field tackle. Dude, 18 looks like he hurt himself on the tackle. Whoo! And then he turns around and he was just like, oh, too hard. Arizona State punt. Eddie Shaplitsky is the punter. High snap, but he secured it. And got the kick off. Let it bounce out of bounds. That worked out pretty well for the Sun Devils. USC needs to strike hard here. Williams and the USC offense back on the field when we come back to LA. What a great afro. I love that the, the video game culture has taken a hold so much that they're even like wanting to look like the video game player. Like, no, I want to have a cool creative player afro. So here's another cool thing as far as ratings, and then this is the last of the TV League stuff, is uh, I found this TV Ratings UK, and he gathers all of the like weekly over the like broadcast television shit for Britain. So you have this show, Ridley, which was number one. So let's look up what this is. Ridley England. TV. It's a police procedural. I, that's what I'm, I'm interested to see if they're just like Coronation Street is probably a police procedural. Uh, oh, that's gone on for 60 seasons. Holy shit. Britain's, oh, it's a soap opera. So that's cool. The residents of Coronation Street are ordinary working class people. And the show follows them through regular social and family interactions at home, in the workplace, and their local pub. We all have weird teeth, and we speak like this. So yeah, Coronation Street is a regular high ranker. Then you got Emmerdale. So it looks like a lot of the, and I think that's a lot of these soaps, This, a lot of these shows that have multiple slots, I think these are your soap operas. Because that's what's different about England is like they don't have the separation in times like soap operas in the United States aren't on in prime time. Like they're on in the morning. So even if 47 million people watch them, they don't get that's why they had daytime Emmys and primetime Emmys. I think in England, it's all kind of one thing. And like if good TV is on at night, regardless of brand. So like Coronation Street. EastEnders, all that fucking British soap opera shit, this Emmerdale. I think all those shows are on, like, primetime, 7, 8 o'clock. And then during the day, it's just bullshit. Like, they don't, they don't worry about having, like, 
a flagship show in the morning and a flagship show in the afternoon. And like, it's just kind of like all the good stuff is on at 7 p.m. And then during the day, it's all just people screaming about soccer and the BBC news. And then probably your reality shows. I would imagine uh, your British Bake Off probably shows a lot of rerunnage during the day. Antiques Roadshow, rating fucking on actual TV, BBC One. 3.9 million people watching the Antiques Roadshow in England. I love it when the Americans think they have valuable things and then it turns out to be worthless. It really gives me a stirring feeling. Another Shetland. Ridley Coronation Street. So yeah, so England's going to be getting involved in t in the TV league standings, but let's get back to this game here. New era here. First down for the Trojans and a handoff on first down. Travis Dye, who is not really heavily involved yeah. in the first half. He'll get some touches in the second half. You know, Leak and Riley you know, talked about building It's like he was encouraging them. You'll get some touches, kid. Don't worry, man. Light on the portal an awful lot this year. But he said, look, long term, he wants to get... Look at that. Travis Dye. That picture looks like he's fucking smiling for custody of his children. For USC. This, this year, the quick fix was get to the portal. It may not be literally true. It's often been said that quick hitter, complete left side, and a USC first down, Taj Washington, who's also had a quiet game so far. It may not literally be true, but you can, you can <laughs> stay close to home here at USC and find all the players you need. It's a big county. California talent has gone elsewhere the last few years because they didn't see USC as a viable option. A lot of it went to Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah. With Lincoln Riley. Caleb Williams now with that pass has the longest streak of passes thrown without an interception in all of college football. Look at him just bouncing around. Here just buying time and then bought enough time to find his open receiver. Ooh, coming across off the back like a goddamn missile. The backfield for a Trojans first down. Eyes down the field, extending the play, not looking to take off and run. He keeps buying time. Now, look, this is this is next level. Finding time, finding time, and I'm not taking off. I mean, that offensive line is so porous. His bouncing around is almost becoming a planned thing. Like, that's almost a style of the offense is Caleb having to run for his life. In college football than Caleb Williams. Ooh, yeah. I mean, we've seen Bryce Young do some things, but this is, wow. Jones, handoff, Austin Jones straight ahead. I mean, Bryce Young going down might be a little window for Caleb Williams to get into the national spotlight. This could be also a, a big win with the Oklahoma loss and other whatever other scores happen. Like, this could be the week where P everyone finally wakes up to USC. Seven years old and got his first big break as an offensive coordinator. More national games. If everybody, if people were upset last week that it was only on the Pac-12 network, the more they win and the more people talk about them, the more those games will get shifted to those primetime stations and times. That's where his brother is. Play fake. Williams. Good grab. Addison, down to the 20. Another perfect delivery from one All-American to another. Yeah. The All-American boys. Really good route. Some of our fathers and aunts wouldn't think so at the complexion of the boys, but this is the 20, 21st century, by God. And those young men are American. Fake again. Williams zips it to nice little toe tap on the sideline. 
Addison almost one-handed. And he got 22, thank you for the two followers. You're a part of the family now. If you want to put a highlight reel together and make a submission to get on the Heisman list, this might be the night. Just use this game. Yeah. He might have got both in, too. A lot of times they take advantage of that college rule where you only have to have one foot in, but the good ones get both feet in. So it's first and goal. Trojans, first possession of the second half. Still Jones in there. Over the top. Oh, that's a bad one. He picked that one off. That was clear cut. You knew that one was getting intercepted coming down. To Marcus Davis, who's been picked on a lot this Did Caleb fucking bet the under, for Christ's sakes? Do you have money riding on this, Caleb? Mistake, and it was right from the start. He predetermined where he was going to throw the ball. He never looked to see the coverage by Davis, and Davis played. Ooh, a little too quick on the beats. They fucking started firing off those beats early. Perfect position, and all of a sudden, the first turn. Interstitial ESPN rap, yeah. Is this a song, or is ESPN making their own beats for for commercials? That's what I want to know. What? Who is your beat maker, ESPN? So yeah, here we go. I bet this is August 29th through September 4th. So yeah, I'm gonna. This isn't officially all in. I think I put Coronation Street in the actual league, if I'm not mistaken. So Coronation Street is somewhere in here. It's in here. Uh, let's load more. So yeah, Coronation Street, 77 points. It's going to be, looks like it's going to be here in the high 40s. Uh, but we're going to get some new broadcasters, BBC One, ITV. Uh, that's what it looks like the bigs are over there. BBC One and ITV look like the two stations that fucking dominate. Uh, but that's where England's different too, is they're different in the same. They're different in that there's only four channels, but they're the same in that they got on board with conglomerates where like one company owns all the channels way early. Like it's been BBC one, two and three for decades. Like we're getting, we're relatively new. Like when TV started, it was all about the independent network, Fox, NBC. They were all their own separate thing. Now it's pretty much just Paramount, Comcast, Disney, Warner. Like those are your five core broadcasters. And then the streamers, Apple, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu's a part of Disney because it's Fox and ESPN. So that doesn't really count as a separate thing. Um, so it's going to be interesting to work in the television of England into the league here and see how it stacks up. But it looks like they're pretty much the same as, as this country is the police procedurals and your television dramas are your ones that rate number one. Ooh, the staff is surprised. Uh, that means there there might have been some tension. There could be some contractual tension. He says, I loved hosting the show. This is more Trevor or Noah leaving the Daily Show news. It's been one of my greatest challenges uh, and one of my greatest joys. I mean, that's a long time to be doing a show. I mean, everyone takes for granted that, like, they just assume that if you're successful at a, if you're successful at a show that is also successful, it's just like, oh, this is going to be our new John Stewart for 20 years. But I mean, he has to do that shit four or five times a week. And it's, it'd be one thing. I almost think doing a live show is easier 
then doing a whole tape like you got to start at 9 a.m. to write, do all the jokes, do a rehearsal show, tape it, send it to the broadcaster by seven. Like he really only gets four hours a night to relax, where if I think you're doing a live show, you do most of your planning for the week because, you know, all your shit's going to be on the fly and you can kind of just come in a few hours before the show. Will complete the pass short right, but a nice gain on Back first to the down game. to Gio Sanders. Let's take another look at that interception. Yeah, first turnover of the year for USC. Now, he's got to see this. It's a really bad throw. First kind of egregiously bad throw for Caleb Williams. And know that that's not a great place. How about to Marcus Davis? The patience he shows in press coverage. To Marcus Davis, add that to the list of fucking Key and Peel names for their football sketch. And he predetermined he was going that way. And he shouldn't have. Demarcus Davis is out of touch. There we go. Now. Fucking straight buckshot lariat clothesline on that one. Got him to the ground. It'll be third down. USC came into this game having generated their defense 14 turnovers in four games, and they had not turned it over one time themselves. Just seeing what the, if there's any other games on. I don't think so, though. Could they keep taking the ball away like that? Well, they haven't taken it away tonight. Jones on third down, going to heave it down the sideline. Ooh, good tip. That's a good tip on the secondary. Incomplete. Intended for Brian Thompson. If he had fucking, ooh, he wanted to put his hands in his pocket so bad to celebrate that. They should fucking install hands, pockets just for that celebration. Receiver and defensive back, both using their hands. The officials are unlikely to throw a flag. This is, I got to say. I mean, this is some L.A. crowd shit happening. This is a good game. Your team is up. They need to be more into this. The band needs to be firing it up. Let's set some flares off. Has the has the molly kicked in? Well, boom, that punt. It's fielded by Addison at the 35 and Jordan Addison. Some L.A. bullshit. If they're just like, we're mad that we're not blowing them out. We want it to be 50 to 2. So the hold against the kicking team. Fucking refs never move their head. Fucking first down. I'm not allowed to look peripherally. All my movements in the eyes. 15-yard penalty. Well, Sunday, tomorrow, NFL countdown or one-on-ones with Jalen Hurts and Jerry Jones. Inside look at how dual threat. My man in the back has more hair on his face than all of those dudes have on their entire craniums. The NFC Championship game, which was down at... Rams 49ers. I believe we will be watching that game. Good game. Monday. Maybe I can get Crocious over here and we can do a legit podcast. Across the app. First down, Trojans. Caleb Williams will throw on the move. That's Jordan Addison again. Ooh, He's got whipped down. Heavily in the second half. First down, USC. Well, they've targeted him nine times tonight after no targets in the first half last week and lincoln riley said look we got to get him involved early and they stayed with it it is all about streaming now he's having a productive night uh yeah usc is going into the big 10 i believe ucla is too of the game for the trojans williams quick five yard gain still elusive look at him shaking out there uh, USC is definitely going. I think UCLA is too, but the presidents uh, and the school people, the higher-ups at UCLA are trying to like stop it because UCLA is part of the Cal system. like It's part of the University of California state school system. So they're kind of saying, like you can't just move. So I think they're kind of saying, 
you take Cal and all the other schools with you or you guys can't go. Um, but I honestly think within the next few years, the whole Pac-12, I think, will just merge with the Big Ten. And you'll just have this massive two-division power conference. Brown in the backfield. And now Mario Williams motioned back there, although he left. And Williams almost got away that time. But finally, ASU got him to the ground. And maybe it was big... Uh, but yeah, it is all it is all about streaming now. And even the shows that are on television, like Grey's Anatomy and La Brea and NCIS, like all your big broadcast television shows, like even those shows need to have a life on streaming to have full longevity. Like uh that Cedric the Entertainer show The Neighborhood, like that show does well only on broadcast. So there's probably meetings that they have, like even though they do good ratings, that's probably on the chopping block a lot because they're like, we're not getting the watch minutes. We're not up there in the popularity. People aren't tweeting about us from the shotgun. Um, Pressured again. Williams rolling left throws across. Ooh, his body. Nice catch. So streaming has just become like a really important piece. Like it was two separate things. Like you had broadcast and then there were streaming and they were two kind of warring things. But now it's kind of a part like a streaming show wants to kind of strike a deal to get syndicated on other shit. Or maybe you have a delayed deal like some like the that Chucky show is on Peacock and then it airs on USA and the NBC networks, too. Like they got these kind of tied together because all these companies own each other. So Paramount Plus can have deals with CBS and all the other TV networks to do these joint broadcasts. So like. Point lead. Uh, it really is all about the combo broadcast streaming thing to be truly successful. Winning at the line of scrimmage, but they really can't afford to run past him when they get to the backfield. You know, you have to keep the quarterback in front of you, so you can't go after that upfield shoulder. You have to. And as far as that USC move, I believe it is next season. I believe this is the last year USC's in the Pac-12. Don't quote me on that. I think we'll look in the next commercial break. We can check to see when that is actually happening. But USC's gone. Relique Brown in the backfield. Caleb Williams. Pressure comes from Bethley. Williams really takes escaped. Off. There goes Caleb Williams again inside the 15. He should just Bo Jackson and Tecmo and run around until the game's over. Spy sitting in there for Arizona State. And I'm not sure even if you have a spy, the spy could actually stay with him. I mean, he's incredibly athletic, slippery. He finds the lane inside. Slippery. Watch it. That is a young, smart man right there. Have a, have a night, young fella. I know he's had, yeah, he's, he's had a great young career. He has had some down games. Last week was a down game, but, man, is he talented. Travis Dye, who's not... Totally looked 100 percent. Ooh, me tripped a little bit. Tripped over some of them fat hams on the offensive line. Look at 72. Poor guy. Two knee, two knee braces. Multiple men with multiple knee braces. What are you guys? 19? You got bad knees already? And the percentage went up late in the game. So that's the fucking curse of being six foot five. Those fuckers got knee braces just from living. 300 yards, two touchdowns. Plus a rushing touchdown and all kinds of scramble plays. Second and six. Mario Williams came in motion. They give it to Die. Travis Die straight ahead. 
Yeah, it stopped, I think, just a little bit short. USC can get a first down. So, yeah, 2024, two years. Yeah, and now down here, decision-making for Caleb Williams. I, I, you know, I was assuming it might not be as I was saying it because I think there'll be, there'll be more pomp and circumstance at every USC game. Like, next year it will be the final of everything. The last Cal game, the last this game, the last Notre Dame game as of rival. And not... They'll take advantage of that last year in the Pac-12 shit. Decision making on the and then they'll make so much money off it, they'll be like, why are we even leaving? Run for it. Or mm -hmm. Two for two, passing on third down. Third and one here. Travis Dye over the top. And touchdown! And a nice, boring, over-the-line touchdown. Turning them lights off. His first of the night is fourth of the year. 28-17. The line. Although that's not a given, I'm I'm graciously giving them the extra point. We don't know that that's how this is going to fucking play out. It is the ball to break the plane. I think he landed in the end zone anyway. Yeah, he did. He sort of got vaulted in there. I don't know. So right now, like the UCLA Cal rivalry, I think is the big interconference ones. Notre Dame is huge, and Notre Dame. I think we'll get lured to the Big Ten eventually. Uh, but within the Big Ten, I don't know, Michigan State might be fun. Um, you're really going to have to figure it out because aside from Notre Dame, who isn't really in the Big Ten, but they kind of get lumped in because they're in the same region, um, there really isn't any like past evidence to kind of place it, you know? Um so probably they'll probably put more focus on that Notre Dame rivalry. Um, the Big Ten's got a lot of bullshit in there, like Illinois, Indiana, Iowa might be cool, but they'll blow all those fucking teams out. There's not a lot of quality teams, like consistent quality. I think that's why they want teams like uh, UCLA and USC in there, because Northwestern's a coin flip every year. I mean, they've been good recently. Uh, you know, they go to bowl games and shit, but, you know, there's not a lot of rivalry available in the Big Ten. I think that's why they want UCLA and USC there, because that'll be their built-in rivalry. We'll get the two California schools. We'll really focus on that as our big Big Ten game. Um, we already have Notre Dame and USC. We can work on luring Notre Dame. I'll do the camera for a second. Camera one. Um, so yeah, let's even look at the Big Ten and see what could be their, what could be a good big rivalry for USC. Oh yeah, I forgot they added, Ohio State, I think that'll be, Ohio State, Michigan, I hate Michigan and Ohio State so much that I totally just forgot about them. Like, really... I mean, the Big Ten used to be legit 10 teams. Like, it was easy to remember, but now they expanded so much. Um, let me switch this over for you. Um, but yeah, Ohio State, Michigan, Iowa, Wisconsin. Those are your big ones. I think that's it. Look at they even add Notre Dame as like a de facto. They're not in the big fucking 10. Affiliate. Are they affiliated? I thought that was just for COVID. Look at poor Johns Hopkins over here. Uh, Penn State, I think, 
even though they're a big school, I think will be just by virtue of how fucking far it is. Uh, they won't want to make that cross country trip. Um, so you're looking at, I think Michigan, Ohio state and Wisconsin, Michigan and Ohio state have each other as a rival. So you really have to pick a team that is rivalless. Um, man, Wisconsin might become a nice little rivalry with USC. That'll be cool for Wisconsin. If they could be a thorn in the side of the Trojans. There's 14 teams in the Big Ten, and there'll be 16. So they'll have probably two eight-team divisions. That also matters, too, of, like, where they get placed, of who they get placed with. You know, they could fucking put UCLA... Well, that would be dumb. I don't think you could put them in the same division because you want to set it up to where they could play each other in the title game. Um... So they really could set it up to where UCLA and USC can just run shop on whoever else. You split up like Michigan and Ohio State, maybe you split them up. So a football game, maybe even a scuffle. You want to Travis die on your side, and that was pretty evident when he leaped in for that score, guys. I think he's kind of cultivating the uncle look, don't you think? Yeah. With that thing. That's a good look. <laughs> it's like I ain't cultivating shit. I was born like this. Appreciate anyone. Born with this mustache. What a perfect, like, he can't grow hair in that little nose cleft. He's found a home back here. The, really, that's what being black does. A white man with that fucking mustache is getting Joe Dirt jokes thrown at him all day. Not him. He's fucking beating that beave off, dude. Not only can run the you think he can walk through campus without wetting the, the drawers? Not really. Oh, he probably was fucking pumped to unsheathe that face under that COVID mask. He had to wear a mask on campus for years, hiding that luscious mustache. This week, before next weekend, Valaday carry right side. USC's defense has played much better since halftime, and I think especially early downs, ASU's having a harder time. Yeah. Pro tip on the manicure: if you decide to get one, don't go for the clear polish. Okay. Just have them buff it out for you. Give you the buff shine. Okay. I might have to get a refresher if I ever decide to to go for it. Yeah, the young guys can do all the colors and everything. <laughs> not, not us, man. <laughs> I wasn't charging the battery. We only got one quarter left, though. I think, I think our, our battery will have enough juice. Look at that. That thing's going to be sullied tonight. There's going to be graffiti. They're going to paint a dick or two on there. Maybe make the sword a penis itself. That's sacred? Can't even... That's Tommy Trojan? Yes. That sounds like a guy that you meet on campus for all sorts of riffraff. <laughs> Tommy Trojan opens up his jacket and offers you all kinds of fucking shit. Yeah, during the UCLA-USC game. They always have to wrap him up so that UCLA folks don't fuck with him. Hey, Tommy fucking Trojan. So, so let's break this up. Obviously, you have to take the other rivalries into account. So Michigan and Ohio State are in separate divisions, as will UCLA and USC. So you really got to kind of look at it. Maybe Penn State will end up being a big rivalry. They usually have an offense to compete with them. 
Um, Northwestern, maybe, because Northwestern plays good teams well. For some reason, they'll fucking get their asses whipped by Miami of Ohio, but then they'll fucking lose by three points to Wisconsin and Penn State. They kind of got thumped today, but but really outside of Ohio State and Michigan, the Big Ten is kind of bleh. I mean, Michigan's got support. I mean, no, Wisconsin's got its support. I mean, there's a lot of Wisconsin fans. I don't want to shit on them. Uh, Michigan State doesn't really have a rival within the division. I mean, they have Michigan, but unless Michigan State is good, that's kind of like not that huge like look forward to of a rivalry um but yeah michigan state would be a cool fucking rivalry for usc minnesota's decent sometimes but i think just early on it'll be yeah i mean i don't know if the school fucking named him tommy but that's probably a student body thing is he officially tommy like the the school named him tommy or is that a student body thing He's just Tommy Trojan. Yeah, I'm going to take a little break here. One one minute, guys. And seasoned and grilled fresh. Mixed with garlic and guajillo peppers. Finished with fresh lime and cilantro. All new garlic guajillo steak. It's a whole new dimension of flavor. How's Sanchez looking? With your QB's increased spin rate, any pass with a lunch angle of at least 43 degrees puts Sanchez in the end zone. You a, a data analyst or something? An investor in Invesco QQQ? I made a I made a uh, domestic blunder. There was no TP. My partner needed toilet paper. But yeah, man, he's Tommy. Tommy Trojan. Fight on. I mean, you got to inject a little bit of fun into it. It really is a bland mascot. I mean, you can only go one way with the Trojan, and you don't just want a bunch of stern gladiators. But add a little bit of fun into it. In this challenging market. Because if, if it's not Tommy, you got to go with something Roman like fucking Cassius or fucking Dom- Dominionus or Venetius. Venetius the Trojan. They throw homeless people in that flame if they get too close to the campus here at Memorial Stadium. The fourth quarter starts, the Coliseum getting loud, and it's third down for the Sun Devils. They need it. Emory Jones takes a snap pressure, comes immediately. And Jones there we go, snap pressure pop. Almost untouched, go forth, got into the backfield. Ooh, he's got special USC gloves. Well, USC in the second oh, half has so turned cool. When they go like that. Yeah, that makes the logo, yeah. like AJ Styles. It's so fucking cool. It's line. I mean, they got their linebacker. Can you buy those at the team store or are those player only? I think those are player only. Have the kids out there have a fully uniformed child <laughs> at the game? Faking or are they coming? Well, they never picked it up. They never adjusted for what was being shown to them. And Ooh, look at that. Four total yards in the second half here. The defense stepping up. That secondary's. Ooh. He dropped it. Sometimes they do it on purpose. They try and be fucking funny. Like they'll they'll drop it like they fumbled because the defense will freak out sometimes. Like if they think they fumbled the kickoff, the defense will scurry for the ball. So I think a lot of times the return team will like purposely drop it to like throw the D off. But that ball fucking bounces like a 
Like, you think it's just gonna bounce up, but that thing's like a goddamn jelly bean out there. Yeah, Stanford's mascot really is all over the place. I mean, they're the Cardinals, but it's a tree. It's an S with a tree. The Stanford trees. I admire the change, though, because there's so many Cardinal teams. Like, Cardinal and Eagle, I think, are the two most overused. So at least they try and throw you a different vision, a, tr a different look. Well, and, I mean, Lincoln Riley, I, I think most head coaches are reluctant to make a move like that. Yeah. He did it, and it he changed did their it. season. And listen, you know, we, we talk about the transfer portal. We talk about name, image, and likeness. If you think about Caleb Williams and the way he's handled all that, it, it's almost textbook the way he's done it in terms of coming here and also the way he's handled sharing what he's gotten out of name, image, and likeness. He's won a lot of friends here in L.A. He throws this yeah, one away. Yeah, he's fucking dishing out, making it rain, dude. So Tommy Trojan is officially the Trojan Shrine. So Tommy Trojan is officially the Trojan Shrine. So they do probably lay things at its feet. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, so it's a big thing during, like, graduation. Give it helmet yeah, nachos. People probably bang near it. But, like, so you have Tommy Trojan inside of campus, and you have Hecuba at the village. Hecuba? Hecuba. Hecuba sounds like she has snakes on She's her head. the queen of Troy. Okay. <laughs> Is it just a bust of Diane fucking West from fucking... No, it's, it's a life-size lady. Or Diane Kruger from fucking Troy? They should just have Brad Pitt from Troy be the fucking... be the mascot. Tommy Trojan is Orlando Bloom <laughs> from Troy. The mascot is the traveler. After so the, the guy with the white, the Andalusian horse. Yeah. That's, that's the, the fucking chariots of fire fucker. Yeah. But when your guys Probably gay. All the chariot racers in my eyes were the gays. That's where they stuck the gays. The gays could. So that's Hecuba. Okay. So yeah, there's a female statue too. They counterbalance it. And then they're going to have a gender fluid one too. Offense. <laughs> Travis Dye, the tailback. They'll sling it out to Jordan Addison. Addison tried to stiff arm. You can tell they're trying to like stay in bounds to run the clock down. We started talking about Lincoln Riley and his offense. You know, he, he actually got it from Mike Leach when he was at Texas Tech as a student. Thought he was going to be a quarterback. Ooh, Bill Maher's trending. What's he saying on the show? From Fox News, Bill Maher suggests Biden bumps Kamala Harris from Dem ticket in 24. I think she's a bad politician. Well, yeah, she's a cop, bro. You love cops, though. Play fake. Caleb Williams took a hit, delivers, Ooh. and it's away. That was a good play by the secondary. Ooh, pass interference. Yeah, we got that bullshit call. We got that bullshit call. Pass interference just because we have to nowadays. 15 yards. At least as, as far as offensive. In college, though, it's not that big of a It is a big deal, but they do have the 15-yard version. In the pros, it's from the spot of the foul. But see, in the pros, they used to do the 15-yard penalty, and then so many people complained like, that's bullshit, it should be the spot of the foul. Because so many people, because it was ruining so many, like, 80-yard plays. Like, it would be an a 75 yard pass and then it would be a pass interference and it would only be like all right gain of 15. it's really a gimme for the offense that they knowingly think hey let's just take the chance we might get the call 
And off Travis Dye after the first down because of the penalty. You pointed out earlier in the game there was a play when ASU had the ball and there was some hand fighting, some contact with the USC defender, and there was no flag thrown, and you thought it was a good no call. Well, I know people will say, well, you know, he didn't turn his head around, but he just caught up and got his left arm up and got it on the ball. Look at that. Worst college mascots. The Stanford tree is number one. Wooshock. The wheat stalk for Wichita State. Yeah, that's pretty bad. UC Santa Cruz is Sammy the Slug. Do we have pictures for these people? Okay, yeah. Holy shit, look at this fucking acid trip fucking HR puffing stuff bullshit. I'm going to put this, the game on the small screen here for a minute. We're going to look at these fucking... A little help. First and goal. Arizona State needs more pressure. Play fake. There we Throw, go. Caught straight inside the five and run out of bounds. Kyle Ford, couple yards shy of the goal line. Stanford yeah. won't be yelling timber on this mascot anytime yeah, soon. Sitting back is not helping them. And then the other The band is pretty serious about their tree. You have to be up on it. Is that a weed reference? Well, Holy got shit. The line quickly. Didn't snap it quickly. Looks to the Wushok, the weed stalk is terrifying. Splits if you're a corner. Throws the slant and it's caught for a touchdown. Touchdown. Wushok, the weed stalk looks like if Dauber from the TV show Coach got turned into a fucking puppet. Like that is terrifying. Patrick Starr has been morphed into a. The voice of Patrick Starr has been turned into a anthropomorphic fucking slug. Here's Sammy the Slug from UC Santa Cruz. That's fun. I mean, it's generic. It looks like a villain, the Power Rangers fight in season one. But it's still fun. It's still fun. Uh, Delta State University, the Fighting Okra. If that is not a historically black mascot, I don't know what is. A list of ugly mascots. Well, he looks pissed. At least happy him up a little bit. He looks upset that he's not a cucumber. The fighting pickle. Let's not have these fighting vegetables. If let's have them, let's have them fight each other. The University of North Carolina School of the Arts. Yeah, this is an artsy fucking thing. Got a piano tutu. You got the theater mustache. Art. Oh yeah, this is a non-threatening. Speedy the go the geo duck. Evergreen State College. This looks like a poorly rolled joint. Yeah, Wooshock needs horror film. Yeah. Wooshock does. Absolutely. You see Wooshock the wheat stock. You wake up in the morning and you see that above you. Shitting my pants. A hundred percent. Have a famous person play Wooshock. Uh Keggy the Keg. I mean, that's just lazy. I mean, Dartmouth is just saying we fucking party here. Most colleges try to shut down campus parties, but Dartmouth embraces the Ragers. Isn't Dartmouth like a fucking Ivy League school? Not Ivy League, but like smart people go to Dartmouth. Just take a look at their unofficial mascot, Keggy. Yeah, unofficial. That means some fucking drunk asshole just puts a fucking barrel around his head. Colonel Cobb at Concordia College. Oh yeah, that just looks like a fucking... They had the pant... Of some sort of fucking Philly fanatic. It looks like that's fucking Wooshock the Wheatstock's fucking bullshit brother. 
You got fucking the owner of the Raiders, Mark Davis's hair on top of it. I lose. Well, unless you have to wear suits to work. Or you have to leave your base. I'm going to be challenging the Mannings as for live TV commentary supremacy before this is over. Artie the Artichoke. I mean, this is just all lazy. I mean, these community colleges need to fucking put a little more effort into it. Yeah, but it's free to come up with an idea. Artie the Artichoke, the Fighting Okra. It is, Cornell is an Ivy. Fucking hell yeah, dude. Send our kid to Ivy League. You're going to Cornell to learn how to party, son. Our kids are going to USC. Our kids are going to USC. <laughs> Fucking old boy. Donate to the show so I can send my children to USC. Ohio Wesleyan has the battling bishop. I mean, this just looks like an angry fucking French poet. Blue Blob, Xavier University. If Grover from the Muppets let himself go, it would end up as the Blue Blob. I could see that. Xavier, that's they should have like a better, like Xavier is a good school. But yeah, I don't even know what their fucking nickname is. So yeah, it would they are kind of a blue blob of a team. Like they're just Xavier. They're I don't think they're not the Knights. They're not the fucking Arkansas Monticello is Wheezy the Bow Weevil. It's just fucking Lil Wayne in a in a costume. Mortimer the Eutectic McPessle is the St. Louis College of Pharmacy. He doubles as a uh Definitely sells fucking pharmaceuticals out of that suit. The University of Texas at Dallas is Tamak. That looks like a castaway from the new Space Jam. Made this a much more lopsided game than I think it would have been otherwise. With I don't want to say any other quarterback in the country, but almost that was pretty any cool. Other, this would be a closer game. Well, Donnie Henderson, the defensive coordinator for Arizona State, has to be frustrated because his calls have been good. They've been right, but. It doesn't matter when you have a guy like Caleb Williams who just erases all that and still makes a play. And meanwhile, Alex Grinch of the USC defense, they have played so much better in the second half. That one into coverage. Ooh. Tipped up, and I think it was caught, but out of bounds. So no interception. Kalen Bullock came streaking in and grabbed it, but he was out of bounds. We're going to be playing battery checkers here in, in, a, in a minute or two because we have one bar left on the TV, and I... Just put this battery on the charger, so we're going to be going back and forth here for the last 10 minutes of the game. Just gave him a shot at a pick that they didn't so get. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so their gloves, when they put it together, it, it makes the fucking, like, helmet logo. And then I saw... With little... Yeah, little SCs on it, yeah. A good feel for it. Matched up with Badger on the outside. Jones looking middle, and Jones goes down. Well, good coverage. Down goes Jones. And time ran out. Well, this has been the adjustment for USC since halftime, bringing more pressure. This time it was a nickelback, Smith, number 19, coming from the wide field. The nickelback? The band is out there? The actual band nickelback is the secondary for Arizona State. They're really in an injury hole. Because they didn't know where it was coming from. A little difficulty there. Look at that. Buffalo University beat Miami of Ohio, and Northwestern couldn't do it. It's third and 12. 
Look at the yardage for ASU. Two total yards since halftime across picked. the middle. That one was somehow caught on the deflection. He almost Jets picked it and then gave up the catch. That was fucking nuts. That was some Antonio Freeman shit. He had a chance at his first collegiate pick. And not only does he muff it, it results... Muff. As you needed that one. Maybe keeps their slim hopes in this game alive. Jackson could not believe it. All the pressure has taken Arizona State out of their rushing game. Valaday in the backfield. They don't give it to him. Instead, they throw it to Thompson again. Oh, that's pretty cool. Man, those gloves look like they're made of fucking rat traps. Like that is clearly adhesive on those gloves. The screen passes on first down. And the run game is yeah, you pointed And then the out. run game came off of that. Give someone a nice Native American burn with those gloves. They are not a pass first offense. They are not. Jones, that one completed right near the first. He got the forward progress. Well, listen, give Emory Jones credit. I mean, a guy came in with a bit of a hamstring issue. He's having the best passing night of the season. 15. What's up? Red River, dude. People are going to be fucking plowed. Do they allow tailgating at the... Yeah, I would imagine that would be complete nonsense. If they banned tailgating, there would be fucking Texas revolts. Texas, People would be protesting. They'd be just murdering steers right there, <laughs> gutting them. All control, almost NFL-style scheme, way of managing the game. Jones is going to take off. Emory Jones Ooh, has got extending the play. Jones. Ooh, he went for the knee. USC territory. He's like, let's end this kid's career. How dare you back away from that. It was like he's like, oh yeah, I can run. Like he forgot he was fast. This new market of collegiate I'm one of those dual threats. Whatever that means. In terms of they're all pretty much dual threats. Yeah, like there. That is the thing too. Like the quarterback position has been so emphasis emphasized that at some point in the next decade, every NFL team will have a decent quarterback. And you'll have to have a new, like, a new fucking, like, star on your team. Yeah, they, I really think that's the, those catches like Odell did, like that one-handed Odell catch, that's, that is possible from those gloves. Like, back in the 70s, they actually used to put glue on their hands. <laughs> And like they had to ban it, but now the gloves are like a cheat code. Play fake to him, Jones pressured again. Emory Jones will be sacked. What's up? Yeah, only the wide receiver. I think they do have limitations on who can wear the gloves. Like the linemen can, because they don't really touch the ball. And they're like, we have our hands in the dirt. We don't want to get fucking wrinkly hands. Emory Jones all season, particularly the tackle spot. Left tackle and right tackle, and teams have game plan for that. So they're the rushing game. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> Caleb Williams doesn't want to smudge his manicure. Even though he doesn't have him painted, Caleb probably still has the clear coat. He probably does the clear coat every day.
He's definitely in there getting the fish that eat the dead skin off your feet. Caleb Williams definitely does that. Full Manny Petty for Caleb. Goes in with the cheerleaders. They probably love him because he's probably like not trying to bang him. He just wants to hang. Yeah. And it's California because they're all gay. So they don't hang out with the women. More pressure coming. This time Jones at least has a moment. There we go. Down incomplete. Here come the flags on this side. Really? Yeah. And I'm not sure about that yeah, one. Yeah, I don't like that one either. That's like a standard defensive play. All right, we're going to change the camera over. From Washington in the coverage. Pass interference, defense number 14. We talk to officials every week about pass interference and about targeting. And we're consistently told on this type of play, look, you can put your hand on a receiver. You can brace yourself and then reach around as long as you don't turn the receiver. There's no turn here. No. You can have that back hand on him so long as you don't turn him. I don't see a turn here. That is not impeding him. That is really good play. We've seen two bad pass interference calls, in my opinion. Two of them. Pistol formation here. And we're back. The middle and a nice pass. Complete inside the 15. Down to Charles Hall, who's been active. He was the target on the last play that was the penalty. And I, I know you know this because I complain about it all the time, but pass interference calls are up this year. More this year than last season at this time. Well, yeah, because they fucking baby these offenses. It's not like they're actually being more aggressive. They're just throwing the penalty more. A little, a little salty about it, but hey, the, the numbers back me up on it. They do. The numbers don't lie. They do. He's talking about him like he's his autistic friend. You're right, buddy. Good job, sir. Inside the five, Jones. Looking for the end zone and incomplete. Another flag. God damn it. Just let him score already. Just give him the seven points. You clearly want him to score. Just throw it up there and hope you get a penalty. Well, I mean, we see so much of that now. I mean, it's it's sort of the same thing. Defense number four. Max Williams. The question isn't, is there contact? The question is, does he impede the receiver? Right hand on the bottom. Left Does he impede your mom? Again, unless you turn that guy, that should not be pass interference. But hey. for the second time in the last three plays, it is. It's first and goal ASU. Trying to punch it in here, and I mean, heck, at least give themselves a chance. I mean, heck. They're going to cheat for you. Might as well take advantage of it. Ooh, helmet a off. Lunge and into the end zone. Touchdown ASU. Uh, 91 went down. We got a oos, an oos down. Talk about the NFL style. That's it on that goal line. Quarterback under center. Two backs. Fullback lead. Drive it into the end zone. And nothing fancy about this. Just get behind your fullback. Case hatch, number 44. 235 pounder. That's physical football. Arizona State down at 12 here with 616 to go. So they're going to go for two, trying to make it a 10 point game. Please reset the play clock to 25 seconds. 25, thank you. Thank you. Untimed down, but you got to reset the play clock. I don't know. I think the way Arizona is 
able to move the ball, I think I'd like them to kill clock. Um, That's two points. Like they're still up by 10, but it's getting dangerous. And if you try and score and run it up, you're leaving yourself open to making a stupid ass fucking decision and throwing an interception and letting them back in the game. I think it's Lionel Richie has shown that he can run the ball, fucking run that mustache up the gut. So yeah, (laughs) get some chunks on the run. I mean, try and score, but I think you would focus on this being the last drive. So yeah, run the clock out, get a garbage time touchdown and send this fucker home. Send these people home in three hours because it's going to be a nightmare getting out of that fucking stadium. (laughs) I'd like to say send these people home happy, but they'll be furious by the time they get home because there will be traffic. Okay, I'm ready to come in now. Hello. I'm trying my best. Seriously, I'm, I'm serious. Request to come ashore. Geico, saving people money on more than just car insurance. Look at Andy Kindler getting fucking crazy here. So he's so this guy Bob Seska tweeted, Marr is well on his way to the dark side. Biden Harris generally have the same approval number, yet she in particular is hectored as an off-putting person because she's a police officer who's not very popular. She's not very popular. Neither's Joe Biden. Yeah, they're both polling the same. It's terrible. They have the same approval number. It's in the 30s. Uh, and was gifted the vice presidency solely due to identity politics. Well, they he did flat out say, I'm going to have a female vice president. So that's half true. It might have been a different woman, but it was going to be abroad. He just has, he got beef with Elizabeth Warren. I think she would have been a better choice. Um, And then he says, Bill, Andy Kindler says, Bill Maher has a career because he's white. He sucked at stand-up, but had important white people contacts. That could be true. And like he screamed after bombing in front of Andrew Dice's Andrew Dice Clay's arena crowd, I'm a monologist. Uh, without his like-minded white pals, Marr would be a failure, not just as a person, but professionally. Fucking Andy Kindler coming with the barbs. Are you coming for my job? Man, that AT&T chick has made bank during this NFL commercial. She probably shot those with LeBron James and was just like, all right, I'm not working for two years. All right, here we go. Maron. Very popular anywhere. And (laughs) it didn't seem to work out. Could see is replacing me vice president. Because. Yeah, she's she's just not very popular anywhere. And it didn't seem to work out. And um, I don't know. That's been done She's before. not a hot you know, blonde. I mean, a people- Bill would be the kind of guy that defends himself by being like, I fuck black women. There are uh, men and women in California that are in prison for these, you know, pot deals. And then she was laughing about getting high on the radio station. And it was just- on the radio station with the Charlemagne. This Charlemagne the God. College team. Of all time. It, it certainly is on that list of the top three or four. They just annihilated Ohio State in the Rose Bowl that year to finish off an undefeated season. Onside kick and ASU let it no. go. Ten yards and USC didn't pick it up. 
I don't know no. what the Trojans were doing. It was just sitting there, and ASU. They're getting the complacent. You can't be complacent, boys. So the Sun Devils have it. Elijah Badger's the guy who recovered the onside. Fucking Elijah Badger, you <laughs> mythical fuck. Could it have been? No. Elijah Badger sounds like someone you summon after you repeat something a number of times. After going 10 yards, first down. So you have to be ready. And oh, looks like I'm going to have to pack a bowl. State needed a couple possessions. There's no way there was a, they were going to kick that off. Now the official just signaled, I think, in the wrong direction. I, 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 now I'm confused. Now he said Arizona State ball that it went 10 yards, but then he signaled the wrong way. We're a little directionally challenged right now. We're going to break. We think ASU has it. We'll find out for sure right after this. Look at that mustache. Chicky, Chicky, you? Bingo. Is he nuts? We're halfway home. Halfway? Just a little thank you to everybody back home. Uh, high fucking, high fucking budget for these commercials. Oh no, that's an actual trailer. See, that's crazy. I thought that was like a fucking Sprite commercial. Old you is still hanging around. I'm listening to music. They're also crossbred. Like I said earlier, it's either an action movie or a fucking Sonic commercial. We're celebrating 50 years of Popeye's signature chicken with a deal you'll love. Now for just $6.99, takes 50 years of crunchy, juicy chicken we've been serving since 1972. It's like $6.99, that's right. $69. We did that shit on purpose. First it was just like these distant roars in the dark, you know? But then they started getting closer and closer, and that's when I saw it. This was no pair. It was like a bear squatch. And that's over now. What? Dad, what's a bear squatch? It's a cross between a bear and a sass. It's made by the Democrats, son. They used it to fix the election. Bear squatches are pedophiles. Jeffrey Epstein was a bear squatch. He's usually sleeping. He'll never sleep again. Red Bull gives you wings. I'm about to get some wings myself here. Bravo! For buying a treadmill? You use the Quicksilver card from Capital One. It's simple, with no annual fee and unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase, every way. That makes you the hero of every purchase. Yeah. And heroes don't take the stake. Is this a parachute? What do they got going on the NFL network? Don't trip, I'm going back. I just want to look. Our garlic guajillo recipe. Stafford, Cup and the Rams. Meet Jimmy G, Bosa, and the Niners. Back to the game. All right, while we were gone, I don't think it got went 10. Hopefully they get saved. They reviewed this play. You're not allowed to block until the ball is touched. Oh, good. That's an illegal block. They got so saved. And before the ball was touched, number 18 put a block on, and so the recovery gets negated, and Arizona Thank State you to whoever got to the ref in the commercial break and paid him off. This time, UC, USC will be... You won't regret your decision. I would hope so. That was Connor Soley. That guy's probably sleeping at Lincoln Riley's house. Left side, 
And this one will Oh, so they redid it. Now it's recovered. Crisis averted for USC, up 10 with 6.14 to go here in the fourth quarter. Obviously, that would have been a... That does make me so laugh about the Bryce Young injury. It says, injure shoulder day-to-day and then under it. Nick Saban says he'll be okay. That's like Nick Saban being like, that motherfucker's okay. <laughs> he fucking better not be out. Fuck. Lock cost them uh, a great possession. So now we'll see if the Trojans can put this game away. 6.14 to go. At the Coliseum, USC, sixth-ranked team in the country, trying to move to 5-0. and They got a showdown looming. When's the last time they were 5-0? and It's been a while, huh? Big games of the year in the Pac-12. They got a problem. Two weeks is going to be something. They have to deal with that. Mario Williams with the catch on first down. Gets tackled at the 35 by Jordan Clark. If you look at that matchup with Utah, you think about that, you... You get concerned if you're USC about... You know these games are getting for real because Caleb Williams is playing the whole game. ...to run the ball at you. And I don't want to overlook. I mean, next week they got to host Washington State. Washington State is a good... That's game. another draw of when USC is good is they're even going to lure good backups because they'll be like, look, we're going to be dominating people. You'll play. You'll be getting to play in garbage time, those coveted garbage time plays. You have an advantage right from the start against almost anybody. And off die, left side die, bounces it inside the Breaking 25, loose. lowers his shoulders inside the 20. First down, Trojans. He has such good balance, explosion, good decision making here. He knows he's got this edge, good blocking to get him to the edge over there, Monheim, number 79. And who knows, I figured his streak was going to come to an end. He's had three straight 100-yard rushing games coming into tonight. But who knows, he's got 56 yards. Going to take a, another possession. He should run around like Tecmo Bowl, like Bo. First and 10. USC does not want to be in any hurry. Uh, hand it off to Die again. Right side this time. I mean, realistically, if he went side to side, if like he kept going forward and then went side to like, he could probably get 56 yards in one. The pressure and try to create something here. Time's not on your side. Yeah, seconds. they will use the time. I got to save as much time as you can. Too much hair to fit in that helmet. So they burned a timeout. Trying to oh, look, pieces of that shit getting ripped out. To stay in this game. And a little gassed on the defensive side of the ball. A poor little tiny lady that they, they got little tiny ladies that have to shoot liquid into their mouths. Yeah, arc it up high, at least get someone that's as tall as them. Those poor girls. They got such short girls that have to give the players their liquid. They're like throwing it up and squeezing it. Like I'm going to arc it up and then you stand under it and then you'll catch it. Division at the end of the regular season has to play in one of those best of three series where your season's on the line. Oh, you, you know what's I'd be hilarious if one just hits Caleb in the chin every time. Postseason. They'll, they'll be seated nicely. And he's nice, so he's just like, thank you. Fans will be a little worried about the postseason. They won their 110th game tonight, the Dodgers did. Hard for me even to say that. <laughs> Completion out to the right side. Dodgers, 110 wins. I think they can get the all-time record still which sucks balls. 
points at first in goal USC. I think they had the goal coming into tonight to get him more involved. Mission accomplished. Yeah, uh, 11 targets tonight, eight catches, 103 yards. Uh, that's the Belitnikov. Good little game for Jordan Addison. We all know. You want a little more yardage against a team that stinks like this, but their D was playing good. Didn't see the ball in the first half at all, but had the game-winning touchdown catch. So now with the clock rolling, USC deliberate getting to the line. You got two tight ends, plus you got Travis Dye in the backfield. And before they snap the ball, oh, he's taking a penalty. He uses a timeout. 30 seconds. So a short timeout. Well, I think if you are Lincoln Riley, you got to be pleased with the way you're. It's just like, this is my kid's homework. What do you think? This is correct? I'm supposed to be looking this over. Can you diagram this sentence for me? As the season goes on. All right, so Riley and his offense talking about things while they do. Let's go down to Tiffany. They're not talking about things. They're just waiting, wasting time. Madison and, you know, the amount of targets, receptions he had last week. Just a total of three, but that game winning. Tiffany's voice is a little shocked. She's probably been screaming down there. Did Jordan come to him and complain, why am I not getting the ball? Simmons said that stereotypical receiver attitude hasn't showed up, and he's glad it's not here. Addison, just a great team guy. Not a diva? <laughs> that's, a, that's the first time we've had a wide receiver who wasn't uh, a diva. Now, you said it, not me. I did not say that. <laughs> I said it. Does he have any chance? I, I mean, we've only had, two, only had two back Spray and pray. Award winners. You yeah. think Jordan Addison's got a chance? Yeah, he's got a shot. Die gets the carry. There we go. Nice up the middle. That's a game sealer right there. His second of the night. Huge hole inside. Brett Nealon, the center, got two blocks in there. Oh, what do we got? Uh, I like that celebration. Little handshake. Thank you very much. Look at Nealon in there working. What, did they get it on the celebration? Did he throw a gang sign? Sportsman-like penalty on ASU. It is that area. That is that area where they do that. But he's been productive. Oh, no. Number four on the defense. Look at those arms. Drives. I mean, it's been a fairly low possession yeah. game relative to college football in 2022. They've scored six touchdowns on eight drives. Yeah, you, you start thinking about the Pac-12 race. The to 25. Thank you. You know, we, we have to consider USC, Utah. Oregon Man, it's tonight. too bad that it's, like, frowned upon because these dudes are big. Like, they should just get into, like fighting for cash if they don't make it to the nfl like all right you didn't draft me i'll just kimbo slice people for 50 bucks a pop yeah they become personal trainers and shit and like sports agents they'll become giant muscly sports agents because they know the negotiations or they just own a car dealership Here at seven foot two Ford, you get the the tallest deal. Let's go back to Bill Maher being racist before we end the show. A racist misogynist. You know she's got a lot of. In addition to being, for some reason, um, an off-putting person. She just she looks like she smells weird. Not bad, but weird. Just kind of like a bland, leathery, kind of like a, an unread book. She looks like she smells like an unread book. I think she's a very bright person, but mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. Just see, but I can see them doing that. 
because a lot of the problem with Biden being old is, oh, if he dies, then, you know, you're going to. Oh, he loves Biden. That's another thing. Bill Maher is a big ageist guy now. He hates that people think old people are useless because they are. Uh, they shouldn't be allowed to do fundamental things like vote, drive, uh, generally be in public after the age of 80. Um, so that's that. And he's getting there. So he's worried that he's getting irrelevant because he is, uh, you know, that's usually the cycle of things. Young Bill Maher used to make fun of old people, but then you get there and you get greedy. He didn't save well. He needs that paycheck. Like you should just go away. Johnny Carson went away voluntarily. He didn't get canceled. He didn't get fire as the cursor strokes Bill Maher's hair. Look at that. So yeah, he fucking hates that they people shit on old people. So he would rather have an old, crusty white man than a young black cop. I mean, if I'm going for the two, I'll take the young black cop. At least they'll fucking let you smoke evidence, you know? At this person. Okay, so here's the problem with the Democratic Party. They're so boxed in by identity politics that you cannot conceive of a Democratic ticket that doesn't have a woman person of color on it and pretty soon you're going to line up behind that gay Latino why is that bad you're like you're saying like it's every ticket has to have a woman or a person of color yeah because there are smart those like you're implying that they can't find a smart gay or a smart black well first of all i i, I see it differently in that I don't think Kamala has, has caught fire yet or found her footing. <laughs> I think that's true. Kamala hasn't caught fire yet. It's almost the whole term. She's got a fucking, she doesn't got much time. Joe Biden is an example of identity politics. Joe Biden is an example of black voters saying, we think we need to put a white guy in there. And nobody says he's an identity politics guy. Okay. Well, that was no, Trump was the identity politics guy. If you think white people, white black people wanted to put a, a white guy in. The blacks voted for Trump hard. Politics is about identity. That's what it is. But whenever there's a person of color or a woman, we say, well, that's identity politics. It's all identity politics. You okay. just gotta put it the flying and fairy captain age limit is 65. We shouldn't have people in power over 65 either. I agree. That's good stuff. And it's not a bad thing. We, we thank you for your service. You're old. Go read the fucking encyclopedia. Go watch fucking Blue Bloods. Now that's a guy who's into it. Yeah. Oh, well, we've been talking about USC, their chances. I mean, people that are 65 have a valuable place in this society, and it's watching broadcast television. You don't work anymore. It's your job to fucking face all the law and orders back to back. It's what Utah has to deal with the next two weeks. All of a sudden, that UCLA game... That Utah game is going to be huge next week. We'll be fucking streaming that boy. We'll find out about Utah and if they really are the best team in the conference the next... Utah stinks. ...those schedules, you might say, of those top games, Utah's is the toughest and... Swallow them up. The reason why almost intercepted on first down for Emory Jones and the Sun Devils, the reason why I said Washington, even though they lost at the Rose Bowl last night, why they're not out of it, in my opinion, in the conference race. They avoid both Utah and USC as their cross-division opponents, so they don't have to play either of them. Yeah, and for USC, they avoid Oregon and Washington. So schedule favors USC as well. This year, the Pac-12 championship game. They're just going to put the two best teams in, regardless of divisions. 
trying to increase the chances that you get a, a, a high quality win boost your chances of well, see hopefully at this point Arizona State realizes that they're out of it and they don't actually try and win this thing that would be foolish a rematch of a regular season game you know in the championship game given the schedules that we're looking at and let's also keep in mind we have not had a pac-12 team go under that's actually you taught me something there dr wisdom you can't pilot a, a plane past 65 that's sick jones throws that we need young minds out there turn up field by conyers the tight end That'll be a Sun Devils first down. So since the Pac-12 split into these divisions, there has not been a team that has gone 9-0 in the regular season. So history tells you that you have to assume... Wow, haven't had a team finish undefeated in the regular season. Probably going to have at least a one-loss champ, and maybe two teams that have one loss. That blows my mind. I mean, is that a 12-specific record? Because it used to be the Pac-10. I got to think in the history of the Pac-10, but the Pac-10, I think, is a relatively newer conference. Like, I don't think the Pac-10 existed in the 70s. Let's see. I have a hard time believing that. I question that. What happens when you Google the Pac-10? 1959 it was founded. So in the macro sense, that's fucking... If you're looking at college football like the universe that's relatively new so it was the pacific coast conference from 1915 to 1959 and then from 59 to 68 it was the athletic association of western universities that sounds like a gang then it was the pack eight from 68 to 78 and the pack 10 from 78 to 2011. jones throws uh, yeah, they like put. Their record is one and three. They're not going to beat USC. This is one of those for schools like this, though. They're one and three. This is one of those victory losses. Like they can hold their hat. They went toe to toe with USC for three quarters. For three quarters, like come on. <laughs> and the like, but you know, this is the best we've seen the Air the Arizona State offense you know this season, and we had them in week two against Oklahoma State. Where they hung in there against a, a clearly a very good Oklahoma State team for a while. Ooh, that was that he was scared. Ooh, that's going to be a penalty. Sun Devils are going to host Washington because it was kind of a late hit. I mean, you can you can say he didn't see the ball. He was making a play as if the guy was getting the ball, but that was clearly out of bounds. He didn't have to hit him on the way down. Washington offense. Michael Penix has has been phenomenal. UCLA got the better of him last night, but man, he is—he's a talented quarterback. Now he's selling T-shirts thanks to our colleague Robert Conyers with the man. Catch. That guy's fucking big, and he gets out of bounds, a little short of the first down. Man, all these people, these giant people, are just gonna die of grabbers by the time they're fifty-six. They're too big. You don't know any really old, tall people. It's because they don't make it to that. In the game today for Utah, and one of the best corners in the country. Yeah. Phenomenal. What's up? Oh my God! It's one forty-five in the morning if you live on the East Coast. I mean, you probably went to bed when they had their ten-point lead. Probably gave up like a successful jag off. I'll watch it in the morning like a privileged person. We'll TiVo it. You still have your little TiVo guy on your TV? 
And who knows who knows where Kansas is going to land. They've As the clock the winds down, we're at about a buck yeah, 15. Down, so put them high. Just for winding down on this game and this episode of This is Keith Pazel. I hope you all liked it. Yeah, their hearts give out early for these tall people. They really do. I mean, you got to pump so much blood to so many extremities. Like, everything's bigger. Your organs are bigger. They're sitting heavy. You got to move around more to get simple places because you're huge. Constantly sitting with your neck bent. You're always uncomfortable. Stressed because you're all tall and freakish. You don't fit in cars. You got to buy big, expensive cars. You got to fucking... Even though you're not fat, sometimes you probably got to buy a multiple plane tickets because you're fucking like George Miras on people's elbows, boxing people out in first class. It's just a terrible life being tall. Hopefully you're not tall, Dr. Wisdom. Ooh, picked off. That's the game. That one was an earned one. That wasn't lucky. Set back there and read Jones's eyes completely. Now credit to Jones. That definitely locks it down. Three, two, one. I think the clock is down. That winds it down for the game. I think that does it for this episode. Let's ease this music back in. Uh, that was it. That was the USC watch along. Monday, I'm going to prepare more of a podcast. I'm going to try and get Crocious here. Maybe I'll get another... Maybe I'll get Kevin Kellum on Zoom, and we can do that. Um, but yeah, we'll do more of a podcast. Uh, but this was a fun watch-along. Thanks to the people who watch live and subscribed. Uh, Twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel. K-E-I-T-H-P-A-E-S-E-L. Uh, same on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Keith Pazel. I am the only one... Uh, I'll see you on Monday. I love you. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>